Welcome to the Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast. Brent, you're going to have to kick this one off because I've got this name list and short-term memory, and if you talk at me too long, it's gone. Okay, so, well, hurt, so the, you know, pick, pick up the pace okay, here. Okay, so here go, is, here go, 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 go. So for <laughs> listeners of the show, this is our <laughs> – you put me on the yeah. spot with Sorry, sorry, it, dude. I, I, I'm going to get you some coffee. And my, but, voice, yeah. is, my voice is gone. And why I know. Is, my, my throat hurts as well. Why is it gone? Well, what you're about to listen to is Friday Night Live at Louisville Arcade Expo 2019. So if you're a longtime listener to the show, every year we like to sit down at Louisville Arcade Expo, pull friends in from the crowd, you know, some vendors in, talk about not only you know gaming, arcade pinball, and even a little console – this is really our opportunity to go super freeform off the rails, and you know, we can cover anything and everything, and that's kind of what we did again this year. Yes. So, uh, this is again, this is our Friday night show. Yep. If you're new to our show, we would recommend, suggest, back up a couple episodes and get a feel for us uh, how our normal shows run. This format's a little different than normal, but hey, you know, give this one a listen. We had a great time and hope you enjoy it. So, Whitney, uh, hits, hits the, some of the highlights here before I'm pushing it so I, I can make it fall out of his brain. Yeah, exactly. Who, who do exactly. we speak to on Friday night? Okay, yeah, it was uh, it was actually quite a, quite a varied uh, group of people. So, first up, we had uh, Mr. Artie Reynolds, a friend of the show, and Joe Godden. They were uh, from the Skyline Drive-In up in northern uh, northern Indiana. And then Artie is associated with a uh, charity called uh, Rupert's uh, Rupert's Charities, and they run a uh, Rupert's Kids. Uh, Rupert, isn't it? Yeah, thank you, Rupert's, Rupert's Kids, Kids. Thank you. And they run Rupert's Arcade, and that would be uh, Rupert from Survivor fame. And so they sat down to talk all things uh, technicalities around driving theaters, how how the uh, how the film uh, industry oh, yeah. works for those. It was it was extremely interesting, and we got to learn about a lot about Rupert's Charity and, and what they do for uh, underprivileged kids in in the northern Indiana area. So it was it was a tremendous amount of fun. Rotating. And we, we talked a lot about their arcade and how yeah. that arcade is used by Rupert's organization as a, a, a life coaching, a life teaching opportunity exactly. for the, the, I guess, at, maybe at-risk children. Is at, that a good, at-risk children, is that a good, yes, exactly that, right. That Rupert is trying to help mentor. So yeah. it's, it's an awesome conversation. Yeah, right? and then, then we rotated in uh, Corey Sims from Rec Bar, and then Trent, and I don't know Trent's last name. I I'll, I'll, I forgive, I do forget that. I, I don't think I've ever known Trent's I'm last not, name, you know, quite <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> well, Trent of uh, arcade fame. And, yes, yeah, yes, exactly. We'll discuss Thank, it more during yeah, the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, Trent will give all of his all of his uh, contact, <laughs> contact details there, and then uh, then last but certainly not least, we had uh, the distinguished uh, Mr. Mike Vinicor from Stern Pinball set in, and we just went haywire on just a great discussion for what well over an hour oh, yeah. with Mike. And uh, talked a little pinball, but actually talked a lot of things outside of pinball, yeah, and it was it was just a blast. And uh, we were fortunate enough; Mike actually sat in with us on Saturday night as well, and we talked about all things completely different on Saturday night. So it was great. But that, that's the roster for Saturday night. We had great chat, uh, chat room activity Friday night, and uh, we got a lot of uh, listener questions in and everything else. So it was it was a tremendous amount of fun. I think everybody's really going to enjoy the show. So here we go. Again, this is Friday night, Louisville Arcade Expo, the live stream for the 2019 show. Okay, well, I'd like to welcome everybody to Friday night, Louisville Arcade 
Arcade Expo 2019, and I am uh, Brent Griffith, Broken, and I, I, Broken I'm Classic Arcade yeah, Ball Podcast. Yeah, and I, our I'm, first I, guest of the night is I'm Whitney, and I talk over Brent. So that, that's that's what that's what <laughs> we, I do. This is the first time we've done this, so it's I'm just happy exactly. that we got this far. Yeah, you know, exactly. We'll exactly. figure out this talking over everybody, each Pro- other as we go. Professionalism is for other folks. This, you know, this, we're we're just going to run and gun. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that's why people love us because you know, we are just. We're like a lug nut shive, a total pileup on the expressway. Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. What's really cool is we we actually had some listeners at the show, uh, you know, contact us and said, you know, hey Whitney, hey Brent, we would love to be on the show to talk about what we're doing in the hobby. They lied. Uh, Who would? No one loves to be on what, the show. No, I, I paid RD because I've been talking to RD about a project for like a couple of years, and RD, I promise we are going to do that project. Uh, and you know what? Oh, I've so actually, there's an ulterior motive. You're actually trying to pay something back where you slacked. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I. Why didn't you tell me and that and to I, begin and with? I, slack I made a lot. this easier. Exactly. But uh, but no, RD, I know that, that you've got yourself and Joe. 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 Exactly. Thank I you. Thank you. Put your phone yeah. down. Yeah. I, I just pay had. Attention. We just I, put I had him to, on the spot. Had to get in the moment, you know. All right, Joe. To the mic. To the mic. Lean in on the mic a little bit, Joe. Excellent. All right. Excellent. Joe, you've got a voice for radio. I like I, that. I've done radio. And a, face, and a yeah. face for radio. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was promptly kicked off. So. Well, you know, <laughs> you know t- did, that did, tends to happen when you do too good of a job. I was going to say, yes. did the letters FCC come in? <laughs> yes. Was there something about those, what was it, George Carlin, Seven Deadly Words or something? It's something like that. Family-friendly yes. show, Joe. Yes. Family-friendly yes. show. Yes. And, I, and Joe, we are family-friendly. Just I, Yeah. I came up with eight. Oh, did you? Oh. oh. He hasn't said three words, and we've already given him a complete backstory. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Thank you, Joe. And R.D., why don't you introduce yourself, sir? Sure. I'm R.D. Reynolds, and uh, some people will know me from WrestleCraft.com, which is a uh, pro wrestling site I've run for 19 years. I've written a couple best-selling books. Get into the it's mic a little cool. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. There, there you go. Excellent. You Excellent. Love the mic. Now, uh, now we got you. Yeah, and uh, so uh, have done that, but what I really am enjoying these days is working with Joe on a couple of arcade projects uh, that we have in Shelbyville, Indiana, of all places. So, how many people are in Shelbyville? Who like goes there? I, I don't know. See, so I, live, th- I live in Shelbyville, Kentucky, so yes. it, that's funny that, yeah. I mean, yes. who goes there? I wouldn't go there on a bet. <laughs> <laughs> Some people, I mean, you... you, you you get uh, what do they call it whenever someone's not allowed to leave a town? Yes. Yes. Home incarceration. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. House arrest. Yes. House arrest. That's right. <laughs> so no, that, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. So, are you? We say wrestlecrap.com? Wrestlecrap.com. Yes. Okay. I'm C R A P. Yeah. C R A P. That's okay. awesome. I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm quickly typing. I'm that. glad you said because I thought you said wrestlecraft. Yeah. No, so, no, okay. no. There's no craft involved yeah, with I, anything. I'm I about do. half deaf no. at this point, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no craft involved. So it's on, it's, you know, I, I like a man in his honesty. And it all—it's co- all about pro wrestling. It's a comedy site about pro wrestling, and uh, what I do is I find the absolute dirt worst in pro wrestling. And then I make fun of it, and I've oh, done it for 19 great. years. So you yeah. know, it's, it's a shame. I, and I, they may be coming down tomorrow. Adam and JP from Podcast World. I, I sent them a message and, and hadn't heard back from them. They're usually down here. Uh, they're out of Nashville, and uh, they tend to make the Little Arcade Expo circuit. 
they are huge pro wrestling fans. So this is this sounds like a perfect fit. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna have to go in with some pro wrestling knowledge. Yes. What do you mean you don't want read this? Yeah, I thought like, you were it's fans. Like, it's like come on, I, I thought you guys were I thought you guys were educated on. This. Yeah, I know the yeah. guy. He's bona fide. Yeah. This is well real. healed. <laughs> well healed. You know. Exactly. So, so RD. So you and Joe, you're talking about the uh, talking about, I guess, kind of a, a bit of bit of your history in, in the industry and things like that. But tell us about what brings you guys to the table here tonight. Because uh, number one, RD, I appreciate you reaching out to us. We tried to get you guys on last year's schedule, just didn't work out or anything like that. But but we're very happy to to feature you guys because one of the things that that our show uh, strives for is is trying to give a voice to, to the local community within the, the Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio area. We were, admittedly we were we were a lot better about that earlier on in the show because we we did a lot of collector spotlights and everything like that. But quite honestly, we we kind of ran out of local people to talk to, you know, and and that and that's I guess good and so bad. Now we're going to Southern Indiana. So now we're now we're Southern you know, Indiana. So now we've crossed the bridge and we're going <laughs> to run through everybody in Southern. <laughs> no, 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 just just joking, just joking. But no, it's great to have it's great to have you guys on, being local and especially with with a charitable cause behind behind the discussion. So, Artie, tell tell us about tell us about what you guys are working on. Sure. Uh, I guess I have to start with uh, meeting Joe because Joe owns and runs a drive-in movie theater. Bonafide. Joe. Yes. Bonafide. Joe, Bonafide. Joe so is now in, my new best friend. Yes, because in Seriously? today's economy, it's been, yes, yes. yes. Now, yeah. there, there was a drive-in theater. Yeah, kudos, my almost, friend. Almost kudos. 70 years. So, I, I've only been there 10 of those. Though. Okay. So there's I was still... Gonna say, I was going to say, you look really good for, <laughs> 70, for 70 plus. Thank what you. are you yeah. on? What are you taking? Yeah, what are you taking? Can because you share? Yeah, we need to talk to you after the fact. So it's, all, it's all about the salves. Yeah. Oh, is it? It's all They're doing about great the things with salves. Yeah, salves, yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> they're still the drive No, what you mean is liniments, correct? You're talking liniments. Elixirs. Elixirs and liniments. Those elixirs. Yes. I don't buy my elixirs unless it's from a guy sp- yeah. speaking out of the back of a coach pulled by horses. So. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Or you know, you're playing Zelda and you've got to you've got to like make your own elixirs as you go. Yeah. So yeah. So there was a there's a drive-in uh, in Georgetown, mm-hmm. and there was a, yeah, I think Billy Billy owns you know that. him. I know okay, him really well. Well, I figure there's not very boy. many of you yeah. all. Yeah, yeah these must so be you know, tight circles. Is this yeah. like a drive-in mafia or yes, what? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine they have to they have to stick together. Oh sure. So sure. what? It, wasn't there a conversation about another coming, maybe one being stood up here in Louisville again? Yes. N- nonetheless, there was one that actually isn't wasn't too far from my home now, and unfortunately, several years ago, it was converted into a shipping dock. <laughs> you know, it was a transfer station for over-the-road trucks. Yeah. So it's gone. And yeah. then just before that happened, UPS changed their flight pattern. So, you know, two or three times through a movie, you'd get this caravan <laughs> of aircraft over this, complete with the sound of, you know, it's like, oh, here comes one, you know. Uh, but, man, if you've not made it to a drive-in, you have got to go. It is an experience into itself. It is. It's great. There's a few of us left. But and not I, that many. Not it, like the golden years. So yeah. out of curiosity, did you? When you get films, do you have to do something special? Do you have to get a special print, or is it, or do they all just come on hard drives? And they all, that's that. Yeah, it's yeah. digital now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we do still run thirty-five millimeter film at the Skyline on a regular basis. Okay. Most most theaters or drive-ins, either one, don't do that anymore. In twenty fourteen, everybody was forced to go digital. Okay. All right. So, 
So it's hard drive based, uh, 4K uh, resolution type prints. Oh wow, yeah. that's in, that's crazy. So, so, so what yeah. size hard drives are we talking about here? Because 4, 4K 4K finished product it takes up a lot of space. Yeah, yeah. They're you know they're compressing it down, of course, but uh, more or less. Your, the, the files are anywhere between 500 and 800 gig. That's amazing. That's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. amazing. It, it, yeah. The other thing that amazes me is, I mean, did you adapt that to old school projection equipment? Because I'm assuming you just can't go out and get a projector that'll drive. Yeah, it. Yeah, they 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 developed new technology for so driving for, for digital or yeah for theaters in general for digital uh, exhibitions. So okay, you're you're talking about projectors that are you know the size of a small car jeez and that's crazy and project uh run in the neighborhood of about six thousand watts of light (laughs) so like instatan (laughs) instatan is right right, well i just totally derailed you all i'm sorry i'm like that they cost more than a car too it's like look something shiny Well, the cool thing about the cool thing about the skyline is not only i mean it has this new technology but it's also it also has a, a link to the past. Not get into the, get into the mic. From, not to steal something from Zelda. You can tilt yeah. it up, too, because okay. I'm a little short guy. So okay. I, I look comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There, there okay. you are. Yeah, definitely pull it in and have at it. There you okay. go. Yep. But, the, but the cool thing about the Skyline is you have this new technology, but it's also something where he tries very hard to make it a retro experience. Mm-hmm. So we have, uh, for instance, vintage-style candy. Like candy you're not going to see other places. Yeah. Uh, you know, mallow cups and sky bars, and then and then also uh, different sodas that you don't find every place else. Regional like, sodas, yeah. regional sodas like Cheerwine, Green River. So, how far away is this from Louisville? How far? Where is Shelbyville, Indiana? It's about thirty-five minutes south of Indianapolis. Okay. so it's not so it's not far. So, so just right up I sixty-five. Yeah, yep. yeah, pretty yep. much. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Cool. Yeah, okay. and not so, far at all. Yeah, so a few years ago, uh, through a mutual friend, uh, I found out that Joe was looking to put an arcade machine in the snack bar area. And the snack bar area at the Skyline was not very large. So uh, I said, well, you know, I have a Pac-Man cabaret. We can put that in, see what happens. We put it in, and then it was it did really well, and we decided to... Go find some dilapidated mini barn. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, you, I mean, it was basically like a uh, a large, large mini barn, large mini barn, and we yeah. made that the sky cave, and we made it, it turned it into the sky cave. That is, oh, that is cool. That is really cool. Just so filled it up with machines. So, so two questions I have for you: How does a cabaret number one? How does a cabaret Pac-Man earn in 2017, 2018, 2019? Does it? It did really, it did really, oh, yeah. really well. I mean, that's what made us decide. Yeah, let's yeah. go ahead and oh, let's yeah. go ahead and give it a shot. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's a testament just in and of itself that you could you could flop that machine. Well, I'm sorry, gently set that machine. In, <laughs> oh, in, we've down. dropped machines. Yeah, yeah. Worry. Oh yeah, I know. I, 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 you've I want dropped to, one or two. I dropped one or two, and I've kicked a couple. Well, Brent, they dropped because I used my side flying judo skills <laughs> to knock it over. That's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, you know, no mistake. Yeah, not to yeah. talk about your competitor, but uh-huh. in uh, Georgetown. Yeah. One of the best black knights at pinballs I've ever played was in his snack bar. Yeah. I walked in yeah. and it, it was set up kind of old school like yeah. and sure enough there was a black knight. This was years yeah. ago. It's he's yeah, I mean arcade games really make sense for drive-ins because a lot of like with with, with pinball 
the rise of pinball and the rise of the drive-in are parallel. Mm -hmm. You know, so you're talking about drive-ins became popular in the 50s on through the 60s and, and, and so forth, but pinball kind of did the same thing. Okay. You know, yeah. so it's part of that retro package, you know, so if you put a retro game in a retro drive-in movie theater, it just makes sense. Yeah, I mean, the theme, it, everything just collides right. perfectly, right. and I, I would think that people would go play it just because they would expect to see it there, right. and it's like, oh, yeah. I'm I'm kind of steeped in all this right now. I'm definitely gonna go play that Pac-Man. Right. Oh yeah, right. yeah, for for sure. So, it, it you know that turned into a, a an arcade at the drive-in. Okay. And then um, I had I had had some uh, previous dealings with Rupert Bonham from uh -huh. the Survivor Series. That's just amazing. And. Um, <laughs> Did you so, owe him money or something? You said yes. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, we, yes. And, and I've now yeah, got a, I've yes. now got a third question. I'll get to number two just here in a second. But I now have a third question. It's really right? nebulous. Yes. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, uh, and then RD entered the picture, of course. And what what were you what, Rupert's what, enforcer? Yeah. <laughs> just the collector. I, I, yes. I crossed yes. my arms and looked yes. surly. Yes. yes. Security. No, not, not as, not, I mean, because certainly, uh, or, you know, Rupert is way more jacked up than I am. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's like a big jacked up hippie. Yeah. I'm not going to mess with him. Yeah. yeah. Nobody right. does. But he, he was actually, Rupert came out because it was Christmas at the Skyline. And what we do at the Skyline, show uh, a couple family movies at yeah. Christmas. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. free to get in. Yeah, and Rupert was thing. out there. Yeah, no, and he was, awesome. he was signing books. And he came up, and I'll never forget it. I had no idea who he was. I never watch Survivor or anything. Sorry, Rupert. I just well, told I the never, truth. I had yeah, it to either, but I know who he is. Yeah, and it's pretty much the same for me. Yeah. I just, I have yeah. to say it. Yeah. yeah. And so he came up and he's like, I understand you run the uh, drive-in here. And I was like, well, I, I help with the drive-in no, here. No, sir, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got the bat behind your back. I, you thought, know? He, yeah. I thought he was going to say the Pac-Man machine took his quarters or something. So, But I, I, I said, well, you know, I help with it. And he said, I want to start an arcade. And I was like, seriously? And he, I said, where do you want to do it? And he said, in Shelbyville. And I was like, wait, Shelbyville is it? How, how many people did we say is in Shelbyville? About 32,000. 32,000. Yeah. I don't okay. know it can support two arcades. Now, you is know. he from that, that area? No. He, he just likes. Okay. He, he, he ended up in, in in the Indianapolis area. He's he's originally, I believe, from Detroit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but he was there, and I said, "Well, I don't, I don't know that it's, you know, I don't know it's financially viable." And he goes, "No, you don't understand. I want to do it all for charity because he has the Rupert's Kids charity, which mm -hmm. helps uh, basically youth who have gotten into trouble with the law." Okay. And so he wants to show these people, okay, you're young, you're, you know, in your late teens. You had problems with the law. This is how you can turn it around. Okay. This is how you can get a job. This is how you can pay your rent. Yeah. So he's teaching uh, these these people, you know, this is how you do these things. And he said it would be really cool to have an arcade. And I said, sure, we can do that. And and so that's what happened. That's two years what you said. Yeah. Yes. No, that's, I mean, that that's awesome. That's awesome. And so uh, second question, just to loop it back around, how did you guys find Number one, how many games do you have, and how and how did you go about finding all of them? And and I guess kind of additional to that, what what part did Rupert play in in securing all this? I, I'm sure right. without getting into the specifics on the business, I mean he's got name, he's got name recognition, 
He's uh, he's essentially, I mean, he, he's essentially a star for all practical purposes. Sure. Right. And so he can, I'm sure he can bring a lot of leverage to anything he wants to bring to. Uh, but yep. um, how how did working with him to spool all this up? How'd that turn out? But real quick, how many games and where, where'd you get them at? We probably have I don't know between the two locations. We probably have. 40, 50 games. No, oh, that's definitely respect. Now, is it video yeah. and pen, mix? It, it's it? a mix. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a mix of a lot of different things. Um, we have, uh, you know, we have a lot of pens. Uh, I have a couple of uh, newer Sterns, but we also have stuff. We actually have a uh, scoreboard from, from 1956 that someone donated. Wood rail. Okay, I was going to yeah. say, is that, is that a, a nice. wood rail pen? Okay. Yeah. yeah, and we actually have, uh, you know, we have different uh, collectors that, that help us and uh, let us have their machines because it's for charity. Oh, so like, uh, I was, so I'm thinking here, you know, back to an earlier comment about how, how's it viable in that area, you still have to at least pay for the lights and mm-hmm. some, some basic maintenance. Right. And, and you've got to source machines. Right. So, right. like, are folks like, don't, okay, take it for six months type of a situation? Or? Sometimes it's take it and because people, and one of the reasons I was so happy whenever he said he wanted to open an arcade, it was like, I thought, man, now I can get some of these Grail games that would never fit my house. Outrun 2, <laughs> you know, an Outrun 2 twin. And I was like, oh, man, that would be so awesome. It'll never fit my house. Great. Now I can go get it. <laughs> and, and so a lot of the collectors, uh, you know, specifically like, you know, Dan Molnar, who, who has just this tremendous collection in his house. He has 65 pins in his basement, but he's out of room. Yeah. So you're like, oh, what do I do? Do I sell these games? Wait, I can put them in a charity in Shelbyville, Indiana, that opens a slot in my game room, and I don't have to get rid of anything. So that's right. that's been that, a lot of that's it. That's what yeah, that's what a lot of it been. There have been a few donated machines, just flat out donated to the uh, Rupert's uh, kids uh, charity. Hard driving. Mm-hmm. I yeah. know you, you enjoyed that. Yes, that's what moving it. Oh, that was or, the, or dropping it. Oh we would have liked to have dropped it if we could have lifted it up. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I hate one. that game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one, just one, and that was it. <laughs> that's yeah. all she wrote. Huh? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But, you know, in, into specifics, you know, uh, R- Rupert basically said, hey, I've got this building. So he already had a building. Yeah, he already owned the building. And Okay, that helps. And he yeah. said, but what I don't have are the games to put in it. So that's where we came in. And basically okay, we gotcha, coordinated gotcha. the game part. Yeah. He loves to play the games, but he doesn't know anything about, you know, fixing them yeah, and all that kind of I, stuff. And so. that's understandable. I mean, right. he, he's, he's focused his energies on being a celebrity and being on right. the show and then parlaying that right. into what comes what comes after that or, or what, what happens yeah. next. I, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't immediately expect Rupert to grab a soldering iron and, and you know, start, start right. swapping out sockets. I would and run stuff like if, that. He, if he did that, I <laughs> would yeah. run. Yeah, because it would be probably more of a yeah. more of a motion, you know, yeah. yeah. So so how's the money made? Is it pay to play? Is it pay to enter? Is it at, at donation? Rupert's, at Rupert's it's one uh, it's just one uh, cost to get in. So it's it's five dollars uh, for an hour, ten dollars for the entire day. But that includes not only all the video games, you know, we have a console area as well. It also includes the pins. The pins are all on free play. And, and that's that's nice because that'll eat through your pocket quick if you're, right. you know, if you were pay to play. Right. The, yeah. 
The other thing is we have an area in the back that's a party room, so we rent it out for parties. So, so for instance, tomorrow morning before the arcade opens, two hours before it opens, we actually have a two-hour family party, and this is the second time they've been there, and we've only been open for two years. Right. Okay. So people are nope. starting to cycle back yeah. in for parties. No, that's good. That's They're good. It, and and the, the other thing is, is you know, it, it's the the arcade is really I, I call it kind of it's kind of an anchor in the Rupert's Kids program now mm-hmm. uh, in the youth program because what what happens is so he can bring in kids and teach them hey this is how you provide customer service here's how you run a cash register oh I see here's oh how you, that's interesting yeah. you know oh, so it's life it's, sk- it's life skills that's yes, exactly yes. Right. 100%. yeah and, and that was his the big idea behind it I mean I'm sure he also just loves having he loves to play centipede. So. He loves to he loves to come in and just play. Well, he's yeah. married but. a couple of things. He's married his passion for his, right. his mm-hmm. foundation. Yep. And his with games. His, his yep. desire yeah. to teach and educate. Yep. And then he's you know balled that up into something that he enjoys personally. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's, so that's neat. So we've kind of partnered. I, I you know the skyline and the skycade kind of partner and and we promote. Yeah, and trade games back and, back forth. and forth. We trade games back and forth to okay. mix things up, keep it fresh, and everything. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I, I, you know, I give them, uh, uh, you know, a lot of advertising and things. You know, through the drive-in. Um, so you know, because a lot of people don't know. Well, they may know Rupert, but they don't know about the arcade even after two years. You know yeah, how it goes. Yeah, but yeah. So you know, we've gotten into that, and then this uh, this year we're actually doubling the size of of the the Skycade. So we're going to have uh, uh, basically 1,400 square feet of games of packed games. in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so after 70 years, we're expanding. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's about time. That, yeah. We're, yeah putting, that's, we're, we're putting a second screen in, too. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Well, now, what, now, we do have one question from the chat. Okay. Yep. So somebody said, uh, question from the, uh, actually, it's a friend of the show, uh, Jim Hale. He said, question from the peanut gallery. He said, can you still show R-rated movies, horror movies, etc.? I mean, do you have yes. total control over what you want to yes. show? Okay. All right. Boy, he needs, to, he needs to hook up with the Skyline online because if he likes that stuff, no, we are very heavy into. I mean, we, we will show all the new big movies. Okay. When the day they come out. Okay. Yeah. But we do all these events that are scattered throughout the, the year. Uh, for instance, uh, we have one called Super Monster Movie Fest. We've done it now for eight years, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a two night, dusk till dawn, bring your tent, camp out, and you watch movies for two nights, and they run all night. Oh, wow. And we bring in like a horror host. Sammy Terry. Uh, Sammy Terry mm-hmm. uh, is there. And so we do a ton of other content. That's, Let's that's, 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 that's really re- neat. That's really yeah. neat. Uh, let me ask you, have you ever... Have you heard about... I'm going to derail you. Okay. I'm going to try to keep this as family-friendly as I can. No, well, my, my question was very family-friendly. Okay. Right? Well, yeah. my, <laughs> mine is more of a statement that is questionable. Okay. I do not remember this. So some older generations in Louisville may... But at one point in time, there was a drive-in theater here that would show adult films. And yep, that was a big, big what, thing. And at one point, as I understand it, it had access to some maybe what was the Gene Snyder, which is for people in this area, it's it's kind of a major loop around Louisville, the outskirts of Louisville. And they had problems that's, with that's people. A, that's a problem. <laughs> pulling I mean, up on the side of the road. Right, right. 
<laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. That was a thing, you know. And, was that and, a thing? And not to get completely derailed, but um, in the 70s, when the drive-in started to decline, uh-huh. there were a lot of businesses, a lot of drive-in theater owners who were looking for, what can we do to keep oh, this place going? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Oddly yeah. enough, that was one of the things that a lot of drive-ins did try. There was one t- 20 miles from my house when I was a kid. Yeah. That did that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's set on a state highway. Oh yeah, see that's <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. <laughs> Don't look, kids. Yeah, you know, all right, just <laughs> straight, straight ahead. But yeah, yeah, that's look, kids, that's big Ben Parliament. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and and the, you know, historic. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the history Excellent. here is you know, Excellent. in 1955 or 56, there were 5,000 drive-ins in the United States. Okay. Now, there are slightly less than 300. Yeah, uh, see, that's—I mean—that's that, a shame because it's—it's it's a piece of Americana yeah. that that has literally just kind of died on the vine, right. uh, unfortunately. Right. But, right. But it has. Now we're lucky in the Midwest. It, well, in this area, not just the Midwest, but uh, you know the tri-state area, more or less. In that, uh, Ohio actually has the largest number of drive-ins in the country, hmm. and Indiana is not far behind. So, yeah. how many does Ohio have? Uh, I believe approximately. I believe nineteen. See, that, wow. Now that doesn't surprise me because when I, when I think car culture, yeah. when I used to run around a lot more in car show circuits and yeah. all that, Ohio tended to be there. A lot of people would go to Ohio for shows, and there was you, a lot of Ohio folks that would come if there was a major so you, show yeah. in, in this area. Yeah, you totally get it because and that was the culture. That was the key was that the drive-ins were a offshoot or a branch off of car culture. Yeah. And where was That's car, car culture true. born? Yeah. Detroit. Detroit, yeah. yeah. Motor so, City. So it filtered yeah. out. And yeah. if you go to California, there's only like three drive-ins in all of California. Yeah. yeah. That, surp- that surprises me. Yeah. Property uh, property value. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Other, well, that, that answers that. Yeah. Hey, one thing I was curious about, um, mm-hmm. this is something that I've been speaking of Ohio, with, with some my good f- friends of mine from Ohio just walked in oh, the well, door. Oh, good deal. Good deal. <laughs> one, one thing that I've enjoyed going to see at uh, at a couple theaters here around town in Louisville is uh, the Fathom events. And I don't know right. if you're familiar with, with the Fathom. I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I assume, assume you would be. Yeah. But is there any way that... I, I mean, is there right any back. way that, that the Fathom events could be could be delivered at at a drive-in? Because right. the, the great thing about Fathom is that, you know, it, for anybody who doesn't know about Fathom, they'll go through and do uh, limited runs of like the Wizard of Oz. They'll go through and do limited runs of Casablanca, Smokey limited, and the Bandit, Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. Uh, just you know, just all of these classic movies that right. would that would never make it back to wide distribution. But Fathom has arrangements where they will. They will have screenings at selected theaters around the U.S. for those types of movies. Now, the yep. thing that I've really, really enjoyed that Fathom does is they will show uh, several of the longer episodes of Doctor Who. And I'm talking like Tom nice. Baker Doctor Who. I jumped and, up and, for a second. Yeah. Now we come back and now we're talking Doctor we're Who. We're talking Doctor Who. <laughs> and, and, so, and so it has been great because I've taken my daughter to see several of the Fathom Doctor Who showings at one of the local theaters here. And it would just be so awesome to do yeah. that at a drive-in. And, yeah. and I didn't know. I mean, do you have any we, relationship with Fathom, or, or, or do we, they did they kind of put the clamps down on on how that runs? No, I mean, there's a technology. We're, we believe it or not, we were just uh, finally uh, uh, being uh, able to get broadband at okay. our drive-in. Oh, and that's how they because we're so they rural. stream it. We're so we're so far out of. 
town. Yeah. That uh, uh, literally until like a month ago, it was not even a f- thing for us to. Oh, I mean, you know, we're using satellite internet. Yeah. Yeah. So, I get it. So, so all that yeah. was a hurdle. Okay. The other hurdle with Fathom is there, and I, I'm a fan of what they do. Oh for yeah, sure, me too. <laughs> is, I love um, it. A, a lot of their. When you go and, and you get set up with them, uh-huh. you really got to show a lot of their their events. Yeah, to I'm, make I'm it. I'm sure you probably got to show show almost it, all of them. Right. Yeah. They and also do a lot of private type stuff, don't they? They do. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Yeah. They do. But like the stuff you're talking about, like I remember they did uh, a couple years ago. They did Halloween, yes. the original Halloween, yes, and yes. stuff like that. Yeah. That stuff would totally work for us. It's the other things they do. It's the opera and the concerts yeah, and that it, stuff yeah. that's yeah. not going to fly well, a, it, for us. It's but. interesting because I'm on their mailing list, and for everything that they send through, for me, I'm looking at it, and I'm truly only interested in, like, 12% of it. Yeah. But right. that 12% that, really that cool. is really good. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. But we but we do a lot of retro stuff on our own. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. That is yeah. very, you know, kind of like what they do. Although we've never shown Doctor Who. You got me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so it, it's difficult to, to, to do, like, TV shows, right? Because that was one of the things that we would always talk about is Christmas at the Skyline. Could we show, like, some of the Rankin right. Bass stuff? And that's oh, under, right, yeah. completely different. Right. Right, TV shows are, uh, they don't have any theatrical distri- distributors. Yeah. So you can't do TV shows at a, th- at a theater. Of course, they have special arrangements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, with the BBC to and, do that. And that's that, also right. BBC. Yeah, so. exactly. So but, when, you, when you do your special events and you're going to do a, a retro movie or the, mm-hmm. the, the thing around the holidays, I'm assuming, do you work with the distributor and you're like, okay, I need this movie, this movie, this movie, and they send you the digital version? It's like, Sometimes, I always wondered how that works. When, when we do special events, like pretty much every well everything new is digital there is there is no film prints of anything new of course but uh for, i'll give you an example so for instance um, a couple of years ago uh during our monster fest we did war of the worlds oh, 19, 1953 yes. and we showed a technicolor 35 millimeter print of that film. Yeah. And then, then so, would you like back it up with the Tom Cruise version? Because quite we, honestly, that is that is a pretty did, good did movie. You have, did we you did, have to change your yeah. projectors out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they sit side by side. That is, oh, that's, so you can that's go either awesome. way. I can that's switch cool. back and forth. Oh, yeah. that is cool. Awesome. So, you know, yeah. when we do a special event like yeah. Monster Fest or we do, uh, we do one in September called Pandemonium Picture Show, okay. and it's an exploitation film uh, uh, show. And so a lot of times we do... Uh, 35 prints, so we'll, it'll be a mix-up, right? So some movies we can get digital. real film prints of, and some movies you can only do digital. Yeah, so I, I get the hot Across the streams yeah. on the themes here, have you done um, a sort of adult retro and screen joysticks? And <laughs> not, not that one particular, although oh, it has popped up on the have, list. Have but we did. We no, did, I've never what was seen it. it? Pinball, I have pinball we, summer. No. We did a movie called Pinball Summer. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not surprising. Okay. <laughs> right. no, I'm just saying. Pinball Summer. <laughs> although there is a. Is it, that like Corvette? Is that like the sequel to Corvette Summer? I, yes. Maybe, maybe it is. <laughs> yes. but didn't it have but, Mark Hamill in Corvette uh, Summer? Yes. 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 And, and you know something? I'm all I, over the board. Well, you know something? I recently saw Tommy. And, okay. and let me tell you, it was the biggest. It was the biggest letdown ever. Now, now, all all things being equal, I get the artistic. I you get mean, the artistic right, direction and right. what they were aiming for. So there was. For. You mean Tommy, like the who? Yes. There's but a you movie. Didn't, you yeah, didn't no, have the drugs. Right, they were rock opera. Oh, rock opera. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, and so, it, it, Artie, that is exactly true. I was probably not in the right state of mind, and uh, I did not, I did not want to jeopardize my legal status to get in the right <laughs> in the right frame of mind. But all that being said. It was so not. Fun. It was not a good movie. It just. It it's, just wasn't. It well, that's my personal different. opinion. Well, it's way different. Well, Pinball Summer is yeah. also not a good movie. Okay. But there is one hilarious <laughs> scene at, near the end of the movie that involves a car chase and a girl riding a pinball machine a pinball machine that falls out of the back of a truck and is just rolling down the, the it highway it just happens to have wheels on it <laughs> yeah i was going to say how does it roll does it right? roll side over I, side or I, so you roll see, on four no, wheels no 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 on this, four wheels this movie must be so bad i googled pinball summer and in the second ribbon in in google i get a couple what looks like maybe the beginning credits like videos but i don't even think it's in imdb cuz the first thing in imdb yeah. is one summer. Yeah, yeah one, there you go. One of the one of the things that we do at the skyline is we do something called drive insanity. Yes. And okay, now ta- okay. It used to be what once, is this? It used to be every Saturday we would show a bonus third an movie. Okay. And it was it a, is that bad. And what drive insanity is 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 it's movies that are quite often terrible. Okay. But more importantly, rare. Okay. So a lot of these movies have never been released on a video format. Mm-hmm. They're just lost films to a degree. How, and do, you, I, how do you get I was going to say, how do you I, find it? I, yeah. a good, well, a good friend of mine is a good friend of mine. They fell out of his coat. So Rupert knows a guy. Rupert has a stash. Yes. yes. Yeah, he's, he's just a big film collector. And by big, <laughs> I, mean, I mean really, really so big. Not Rupert. Uh, oh, oh! I mean, this movie you're is getting literally from a not. big film collector. Yeah, that yeah, lives okay. near me. Okay. Gotcha. I say, okay. th- that movie, Pinball Summer, is literally not in uh-huh. IMDb. Yeah, it's, it's got everything. It's, yeah. it, it, if we weren't talking about it, it would have completely been erased from modern, <laughs> modern, uh, modern remembrance. Mm-hmm. Man. Well, we've since upgraded Drive Insanity, and now instead of every Saturday as a as an extra movie, it's actually the first Saturday of every month we do. A double feature of Drive Insanity. So. Okay, so we, you, could, you know, show it, Pinball Summer uh, twice in a yes, row. Yeah? you could show it back to back if you wanted. <laughs> yeah, oh, 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 it's awesome. This Pickup Summer, aka Pinball Summer. There you so, go. Oh, oh, it's retitled. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah retitled. I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. I've got enough. a still image of a of a. Uh, I don't want to get into it on the air, but she's playing pinball. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> so. Well, you know, so yeah, you know, we we try to keep see the retro okay. part alive by yeah. doing wacky stuff like that, and yeah. um, you know, and Rupert is a wacky dude too. Yeah, right. So it's yeah. a good fit, you know. I mean, with the Rupert's kids and the Rupert's kids arcade, and the, yeah, no, and, that, that's, and that's doing what, what we do. What's that's interesting awesome. that we have found is that like different games do completely differently at the two locations. For instance, we put in a uh, we put in a Freddy. Okay. Pinball machine? Yeah. We have never had a machine that has earned better ever than than Freddy at the drive-in. It just does amazing business. It's it's about the theme. It's all about the theme. And that theme, I've seen that game on location, that theme crosses all the age. There's no no demographic for that machine. Male, female, age group, they all, if if they're a horror fan, it it pulls people in. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
It's like Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, Jurassic the, Park the pin. pinball always does great. Or one of the it's video great. machines awesome. as well, you know, because, I mean, you're at a drive-in movie theater and you're playing Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fits. But, yeah. Yeah, it, it fits. So. But but you say if you were to take Freddy and move it to the ar- to the kids' arcade, right? then it's, I mean, it's probably a flop, yeah. isn't it? Right. Yeah. And when we say it's Rupert's Kids Arcade, the, the, the charity is actually called Rupert's Kids. It's not like a children's arcade. Arcade, but it, it, it that, that's been a little bit tough to explain to people. Yeah, it's okay. Rupert's right. Kids is the charity, so uh, okay. there's a lot of uh, older people that come oh, I see. in. I see. Okay, play thank, thank you for the clarification. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, well, while, it, while we're on re- the topic, it's all retro. Give yeah. so. this yeah. hit the proper names and website addresses sure, and all yeah. that fun. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Before, yeah. yeah, before we get too far down. So, because I, I want to talk about, uh, I want to ask you a couple uh, Marvel movie questions actually before we <laughs> before we break this. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so names, websites, everything like that. Yeah, Facebook.com, uh, Rupert's Kids Arcade is the best place for for uh, Rupert's Kids Arcade. And then we have the Skyline Drive. In, or I should also say, and then Rupert'sKids.org is uh, Fantastic. for the charity. Yeah. Okay, now let me ask you, so that's fully registered as a charity and yes. ev- everything like that? That is so, correct, yes. Okay, 501c3. Yep. Yep. F- yep. Fantastic, fantastic. And uh, let me ask you this, R.D., um, I know... In, in my, I'll just say this from my own personal, my own personal experience. I am a bit he's, selective. He's about ready to be selfish. Uh, no, 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 not at all. In <laughs> fact, quite the contrary. I am fairly selective about charitable giving because I want to make sure that it actually reaches the the intended recipients. Okay. Right. Hey, yeah. can you can you talk a little bit about how the charity is administered and 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 what the outreach is and and where where the money tends to go can can you just speak to that yeah th- i mean the money goes directly to the rupert's kids charity it okay. goes to, to i mean when they say rupert's kids it is actually the young adults that have had problems okay uh, with so, the law right. and rupert works with them directly okay uh you know they will go and they will help refurbish houses they will go uh you know take care of the lawn maintenance at the uh, county fairgrounds uh, all that type of thing the other thing is the Rupert's Kids charity is is right across from the street from the Rupert's Kids arcade okay so there gotcha. is I mean it is literally it's it's all right there yeah it, it, it's essentially like and you said it best it's a life skills program Absolutely. for yeah. youth yeah um, and one or another facet uh, to add to that is that they also um, have are, are opening a 16 bed uh, facility so that they can actually house youth that have for whatever reason no place to stay yeah, no in place. transition or right something. yeah right yeah. so yeah. that that's another thing that Rupert's doing in addition to the work programs interesting um, and and then of course he also uh, helps find them uh, alternative education options okay if they've Either been kicked out of school, yeah. or, or so we're talking. We're yeah. talking trade, maybe maybe trade options. That's or, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah blue, blue collar, blue, yeah, blue collar style work options or something like that, which is great, which is great because, yeah. I mean, there's there is no shame in doing anything as long right. as you number one take pride in it and right. do well at it, right. And right. and provide and provide value at it. Okay. And so if those kids can find a purpose in doing. Anything along those lines, then you know something. They are part of the solution instead of being part of the problem, and right. that's awesome. Yep. Well, it's one awesome. of the things too is, 
you know, talking about the Rupert's kids. And have you ever seen the movie Ant Man? Oh yeah. Okay. And one, one you of you want to talk about it? <laughs> we can do we it. Will. We, we will. can do it. I can I can talk for an hour on Ant Man if you want to. <laughs> well, one of the things in that movie, Ant Man is one of my Ant Man is yeah. fantastic. Yes. Okay. Yes. He when, when goes. He was in the when he showed up in the Endgame trailer, I was like, Scott's back! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's ready. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So, sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. No, no yeah. worries. Okay, when he was, uh, when he got out of jail in the first Ant-Man. Yes. And he went to work at? The Baskin-Robbins. Okay, and what happened to him? Uh, he was essentially socially profiled and then let go because of his uh, prior history. Right. Yes. And, and and we all laughed at that, you know, because Baskin Robbins knows. Yeah. And that was like really yeah. funny. It, oh, that was hilarious. And especially when he's sitting in the room with the other guys and, and that one guy goes, Oh dude, Baskin Robbins knows. You know, like that. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, it's it, just actually it's funny. It's, it, it, it's funny in that regard, but then you realize that it's true. That, that absolutely happens. Yeah. We had we had a a guy that was working at the arcade, so he was one of Rupert's kids. And he was able to find, he was able to get a job at Domino's. Okay. okay? So yeah. that was great. He was going to be able to go. He's going to be a delivery driver, whatever he was going to do. And then Domino's would not let him in oh, because of his man. past history. Okay. That is what Rupert's Kids tries to do because they know it's going to be really difficult for these people to get jobs. Yeah. It's going to be really difficult to get a loan, to get a car, or, or get so, an apartment, so or whatever. So they're not only... You know, on the job experience, they can on a resume say, "I've worked here yeah, it, yes. that, for six huge. or twelve months, yes. and I've established right. a history." Yeah. Correct, right. and they can call for a reference. That's right. Correct, and then you're all like, "This is right. yeah. a story." Yeah, that's well, what that's Rupert's awesome. Kids is all about. That, that's that's fantastic. I mean, one thing I'm curious about though does does the charity work with them to help teach things like money management and just just basic health skills and and, and yes. things like that because. I mean, my at least my vision, uh, or I guess the way that I look at it in my head is that, you know, getting them a job is is part of the solution. But teaching them how to manage the yes. the benefits of, of having, you know, having themselves on the right it's, path it's, is equally as that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Is is equally right, important, right. and I'm I'm sure it does. It's just I'm just speaking about this stuff as it pops in my head. So no, I, I yeah. think that's that's a great question. I, I will tell you something, and this happened. We we met with Rupert a couple weeks ago, and uh, at the arcade, and he said, "I'll help you guys in just a second, but I have one of the, one of one of the kids in the program." He goes, I'm showing him how to do his taxes. Oh, that's great. So he was, li- yeah. I mean, it wasn't someone else. It was literally Rupert himself, Rupert from Survivor himself, sitting down with this kid and saying, this is how you do your taxes. You want to make sure you're not, you know, make sure you're reporting everything yeah, yeah. because you'll get in trouble otherwise. And he's showing these kids, this is how to live. Yeah, fan- yeah. fantastic. So I'm going to put you on the spot here, Whitney. Okay. We, we need to figure out how to help in this situation. Well, and, and that's true. We and, and we we have always prided ourselves on trying to help where we can. And, and over the years, we've we've done a bit as as we could. But, uh, yeah, I think we need to take that as a serious charge even, even and see how just, we could do that. Even if we're just you know, off the top of the head, constant advertising, well, there's there's got to be something. So we're yeah. going to have to. I, I fault you for taking so long to get these gentlemen Fair, here. fair enough. Fair this enough. Is, this actually is your problem. Well, you know something? I've redeemed myself because we're all sitting here. How about that? It's about so, time. Oh, I yeah, a, so let me ask you guys. I have guys. a message from Rupert for okay, you as well. Okay, thank you. Yeah, he wants that 50 bucks. What's that? He wants that 50 bucks you owe him. Yeah, exactly. Yes. He does. He does. Hey, he Rupert. Said, he said, oh. Yeah. Rupert knows. He knows I used to work 
we're going to Baskin Robbins. That's the problem. Yeah. So I'll say this. One of the things that, that we could do to help, um, it may, Artie, we ought to talk about this offline, but we ought to put together a small uh, a small kicker reel for you guys for the charity That'd be and, great. Get, and get Rupert to do uh, a voice drop for us, He'd do and it then, we, then we could throw it on the show. I mean, yeah. anything oh, yeah, anything absolutely. like that yeah. we could do to help, yeah. we will do. That would be awesome. We'd yeah. really appreciate okay, that. Okay, we'll, we'll talk to you about that offline because okay. it, it'll take a little bit of coordination and stuff like that, but that, no would, be, that would be fun. We would that really would appreciate fun. that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, excellent, excellent. I mean, and we could uh, we could put a link up to you guys on the website, and so I'll I'll talk to you about that all offline. Okay. So great, yeah, that's great, cool. great. That's cool. Now, we talked about Ant Man <laughs> for for just a minute, right? And I so I I have to I have to know how big are the Marvel movies from a drive-in perspective? Do you, I, do they do they do they bring the people? They're probably right behind Pixar. Really? So okay. yeah, they're, they're they're very popular. Okay. Yeah. Especially, you know, the big ones. You know, some of the, uh, some of the, I always call it some of the B level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I get it. It's great. But, yeah, you know, right. Well, yeah. the, 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 we're going to say it's not the, Captain America. He's not Captain America, and we're probably talking the Thor movies as right. well. But sorry. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. But no, they all do very well. I mean, so, you know, Captain Marvel comes out Friday, and it's, oh, it'll, oh, it'll, it's, it's already it'll be Oh, it's Friday. Is it already next it's next Friday. It's a, week uh, from, it's a week from today. Yeah, and we're but, opening for it. Oh, that is awesome. So now, let me ask you this. I have to ask have you seen it yet, or have you seen Endgame yet? Make sure Matt's not listening. I have seen Captain Marvel. Oh, you have! Yeah, uh, went to a, no spoilers, uh, advanced, no spoilers. Advanced screening of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Thumbs so up. you do give it the thumbs up. Thumbs yeah. up. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So not, not in game yet, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that do till May. Uh, no. In a- game. In game is, is in yeah April. It, Gosh, fo- it follows. Yeah. And then Shazam comes. I think maybe a I'm couple. Mixed on Shazam. I, I think, well, I'm going to go see it. I think I, it comes go a couple it, months after that. The, the, I mean, DC always gets. It, seems like if there's no Winnebago in Shazam, I'm out. Yeah, I know. See, and that's I love. <laughs> that's I, love I, say. I love Billy Batson riding in the Winnebago. Yeah, man. it right, was awesome. Right. Is that yeah. something in the comic? I no, no, it was in the '70s TV show. Yes, because because they they yeah. were they were living vagabond style. Billy Batson and the old man that drove the Winnebago, they would just go everywhere, and then he would Shazam it out and roll on. It was it was pretty it was pretty awesome. To this. I totally yeah, 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 his yeah. face, your face, just says lost reference. Totally lost. It, it's, yeah. it's all good. It's yeah, see, I redeemed myself twice, see, so I, it works. I like the concept. I mean, DC always seems like they get right to the edge. And I know. Instead of stepping back, they jump right off the cliff. Yeah, I mean, and they're on the verge of greatness, and then it just goes. Wonder Woman, though, was fantastic. The, uh, but the, right. the, the rest of them, it just She was a little too good looking, though. <laughs> No, we have there a, a country we have a song friend. like that? We, have, we, all, we all stopped. We, yeah. we have a friend that said that he really enjoyed Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot was so attractive he could not pay attention to the movie. Well, he's actually the solution. The we solution is just, just watch it eight times. And, yes, that's all. It. Eventually, you'll get it all. Yeah, eventually you'll you'll take it all in. It's all good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, so okay. Did did we get all the did we did we get all the website URLs? So you mentioned the charity. Skyline. Oh, uh, SkylineDriveIn.com. Excellent. Um, and uh, uh, also on Facebook. Course. Okay, the, we're going to Skyline Drive-In. We're, we're going to go throw you a like. You for know, sure. there's a there is a Skyline Drive-In somewhere else. Ohio. Uh, Ohio. The, <laughs> is it in Ohio? Um, Should I? Google is there this? a Greensburg? Greenville, Indi- Are you talking about Greenville, Indiana? No, no, no talking I'm talking Kentucky. About yeah, Kentucky. I have lived here all my life, and to the I mean, I'm, no, Greensburg is in Tennessee. That sounds familiar. Yes, there's a Skyline Drive-In. 
Okay. Same it's name. It's not as nice. I believe it's in Greensburg. You you would be surprised. I've lived here all my life, and then we'll go through the tornado season, and we'll hear about it. So it, it is Greensburg, Kentucky. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. hear about a tornado that went through, and I'm like, there's a there's a that Kentucky? Yeah. Right. So there's, yeah. You're not from Kentucky, though, right? I am. Oh, yeah. You are? Yeah. Yeah. You sound a little farther south to I me. D- I do. Indigenous. Yeah. That's okay because I, <laughs> I don't sound like I'm from, you know, Indianapolis if, area. Of the two of us, he should have a, a deeper accent because he grew up in the country. I, I grew up right. 30 minutes from here. Yeah. Yeah, I was a, I was a city boy, yeah. so. Yeah. But I've got the little of the southern Indiana draw. So yeah. it took a long time for me to Sounds get rid good. of my draw because I'm from real rural, rural southern Indiana. And I, you know, every once in a while I'll say, hey, uh, I'll tell my son, okay, you ready to go to school? And my <laughs> wife will go, would you please stop that? I said, school, 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 school. So, yeah. Well, let me ask you guys, have you, uh, have you made the rounds and played any games? Yeah, a okay. little bit. Yeah, okay, yeah. Good. It's. I always like looking for one of the things I like coming here for is for ideas. Uh, I came here a few years ago and I saw a Fix It Felix. Yeah. And so we decided to build a Fix It Felix. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. And, and that's one of the things we like to kind of do is come up with ideas. Okay, what can we build? So we build a Cuphead machine. We build a Fix It. Oh, Felix. you did a Cuphead. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then uh, what we just saw over in the corner, we see you know the projectors. And yeah. we're like, okay, we're building a uh, pedestal Pac-Man to put at the sky cave. Yeah, that's and just that, make that's it a cool. Big projector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 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 That's, that's the awesome. mon- the monsters is great. I, play, I got to play that. Yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it was. It, that was fun. It's always fun to see uh, the. Actually, I think the game of the show has to be the fun house. I'm looking at it right now that actually shoots smoke up in the air. It's Have the you one guys with seen the, that? It's one with the, the circus balloons, the big balloons yeah. above yes. us. Right, right. It's yes. got a laser projector underneath yes. it. Yes. Did you I've see heard, it shoot smoke? I've not. I've, yeah. I've oh, heard yeah. that it's tied to actions in the game, and the lasers are t- I haven't made it down there. That now, thing there is, is amazing. There That's is a, news to me. There is a bell on it, because during setup, there's this. Mm-hmm. It, it sounded like... I don't know, the beginning of a horse race. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like the bell yeah. on fire where it would go ding, ding. <laughs> right. And I'm like, is there a trolley coming through here? What's going on? It, it, they, they, I don't know if they disconnected it because it was so loud. I have no oh, idea, but be. I haven't heard it since setup. So there's another aspect to it altogether. I like how this shows, uh, you know, even in just the last three years has grown, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it has. It, it not has. just attendance, but, I mean, there's a lot of people bringing in a lot more yes. games. And, yeah. and uh, and there's actually a lot seems to be more pinball uh, e- even this year I think than last year yeah yeah there is I also one of the things I love about this show as opposed to other shows is you have all the console and home computer stuff oh, yes. and I know they, yeah. they've kind of you guys have talked about it on the show they kind of whittled down the museum and I was like oh man that's gonna stink I don't want the museum whittled down I walked through and I was like no I mean, it's, it, it's, it, it, it's pretty it's sweet over there. Still all there. Yeah. You're missing yeah. my Atari Jaguar, but uh, and other than that, everything <laughs> yeah. else appears to be there. <laughs> the Jaguar, right on, right on. Wait a minute, Jaguar or Jaguar? Jaguar. Jaguar. <laughs> Sorry, Jaguar. School. I learned that in school. <laughs> well, guys, we certainly do appreciate you all sitting in, uh, and it's my my pol- my apologies that, uh, that that it did take so long because. Uh, Hey, it's, it's all about you. Yeah, you well, screwed this up. Well, I did. We have I been did, doing uh, good for years. Exactly. <laughs> no, you guys, you guys do a great job. Well, thank yeah, you. Fantastic. Thank you guys you know, do a great I, job. I know we banter back and forth a good bit, but we're we're excited to have you guys on. And RD, I, RD, I appreciate uh, you reaching out to me and Absolutely. and helping to make it happen because. Absolutely. 
so many times, like I say, we we get going and then we have some folks waiting. I mean, we got some folks waiting to hop on right now, and yeah. and and it and it goes it goes people after people after people. And a lot of times, if you're if if we don't have you standing here right then, right. It, we we can't we can't like go seek anybody out. So this worked out perfectly that we could get you guys on first up and give you time to talk about it. We appreciate it. Yeah, that. yeah. Instead of shoehorning you in at the last fifteen minutes, and yeah. we we did. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. So, well, I yeah. see you have like a queue out here, like at Disney World. All these people lined up. <laughs> well, to get on hey, here this is a hot you. commodity. And, yeah, yeah, hot commodity. Yeah, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. When I tell you, when you put on a show at the production quality that we do at the absolutely. rates that we charge and for the money that we make, absolutely. Oh yeah, out the door, buddy. That's what you do. Uh, out you know, the door. One day you'll be able to like afford a mic. Microphone instead of this tin can and string that we're well, talking into right we'll now. Wait for I mean, Disney to buy us. It, yes, exactly. Yeah, mine smells like peas. Yeah, it's 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 going to be it's going to be B, it, we're going to call ourselves BT Plus, and then we'll be available on no other streaming services other than Disney. Oh, hey. dig it. Yeah, I'll put on mouse ears. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, yeah. the mouse knows. The, the, yeah, ma- the mouse. The mouse knows. <laughs> Thank you guys for sitting in. We Thank certainly so do we appreciate really it. Appreciate so it. Whitney, certainly uh, do appreciate it. Yes, I'm going to rotate out a couple guests and I'm going to leave it to you for the moment. You got not, that? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Not a problem. Add, add not a, a little problem. commentary. A little color commentary. Hey, guys, thank you all so much. And, and Artie, I, I tell you what, I will and thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Artie, I will shoot you. Yeah. Artie, I will shoot you a couple messages on Facebook and then let's coordinate that because we would love to get you guys on a couple of weeks. Okay? Fantastic. Oh, hey, you said you had a message. You guys said you had a message from Rupert for us. Yeah, hop back on mic real quick. Yeah, because we we forgot that. Did you have a... Yeah, you said. Remember, he said that he had a message no. for us from Rupert. Our, our, no, 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 we're still no, talking. No, don't go anywhere. Don't our, go anywhere. Our guests were. We we're about ready to hot swap yeah, the seats, exactly. and, like, and then we uh, then we just pull you right back in. Back yeah. up. Back yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. So the <laughs> message from yeah, Rupert. Rupert said I could deliver this message on his behalf. Okay. Yeah. And he, and he said, with all sincerity. <laughs> that's what he said. Okay. Okay. I know. You know. As long as it was meant in a loving way, like oh, like I approve of what these guys do, then I err endorse it. Yeah, right. Err, I read this like Groot. I understood. Yeah, that. Yeah. I read it like yeah. Groot. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right, speak All right. Groot or Rupert. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Thank okay. you, gentlemen. It works. Thank Thanks. you, guys. Appreciate hey, thank it. Thank you. And, and give him a err back. I'll okay? make sure I do. Yeah. <laughs> Not that way, because that was that. I don't well, want to translate what you well, just no, said. No, I, I, actually, I just pulled something in my knee when I did that. But you know, anyway, it'll go. It was a little rude. Well, well, what I need to do is stand up. Up and then lean into it. That's what I really need yeah. to do. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you it. All righty. All right, Winnie. So we're going to rotate. <laughs> that was that was awesome. That was pure. Okay, that was pure on. fantastic. Now, now they turned man. their back on us. I've uh, got to go, go get our guests. Go over there and, and tag them on the back. So. Yeah, so Arcade Expo 2019, this is the Friday night show. We've got a couple of folks. Uh, we've got, hey, all right, yeah, you, you know the drill, man. You know the drill. Sit so, in, cable up. Mic up, real close yeah. to the microphone. Yeah, yeah, okay, you've got to, you've got to love it. So exactly. Thank you guys. Hey, that was actually a quick transition, me? man. I, I didn't have to like well, tap dance at all. Corey's a professional. Yeah, that, this, Sean, this much so is sure. true. Rank novice. So, see, Sean, into yeah, the, the mic, buddy. Oh, into the okay, mic. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Pull it to you and then just lean in. Oh, we're here. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, even, even more. Oh, even more. We're in it. Even more. Even <laughs> more. No, yeah. that's it. That's all you get. Is, is that all you got? Okay, that's sir. A, you, you, need to, you need to feel the warmth from yeah. the last guest. Yeah. <laughs> Not just the seat warmth. He was eating Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that was. I'm sorry if that's. All right, so we've got Corey Sims of. Go ahead and give the list of the 18 places you're from at this point. Uh, 
Rec Bar and Retro Shop are the two we'll probably focus on. Okay. The other ones yes. we'll leave off air. Okay. Fair, right, that's fair good. enough. That's good. Fair enough. You want to you fly those a little below? <laughs> under, yeah, under the radar? And Sean, yeah. I don't know your last name. If I, It's Davis. Sean, Davis. that's pretty yep. darn easy. I mean, if, yes. it could have been easier if it was Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> so, it works. Yeah, exactly. That's a name. Yeah. So, Sean is, uh, well, I guess it is a name. And what, what, is, what follows behind that name in the pinball world at this point? So, you just did what? I, won. I mean, I see you've got the Pinberg shirt on. I, so, I yeah. do have a Pinberg shirt on. I did yes. not win that. Uh, that was Sir Keith Elwin. Um, but I won the <laughs> Sir Keith Elwin, <laughs> sir. As, as it's known in circles. <laughs> yes. Just the circle I just created. Yeah, fair um, enough. But, yeah, I won the Kentucky State Pinball Championship. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Now, is there any truth to the rumor that while your com- your closest competitor was playing, you kicked him in the knee, Nancy Kerrigan style? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Derek, Derek Fugate, yeah, I kicked him. That's why he's not here at the show this weekend, because he's still recovering from lock- his... I hit him with a lockdown bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we had a good tournament, and um, thanks in no part, like, no small part, for sure, to... Um, Corey and Tony. Thanks pimp, in no pimp. part. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. run with that. No thanks to Corey at yeah. all. There's a great pinball scene in Louisville now, especially competitive pinball. So yes. that's um, definitely the, the Kentucky State Finals this year. Well, la- last year it was actually held in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, wasn't yes, it? it was. I think yeah. Phoebe Smith and Company they hosted it. Are you talking about the state tournament? The state tournament. The I, state tournament last year was at Zanzibar. Okay. Oh, was it? Okay. Then maybe we're talking 2017 yeah. because, maybe. because I think so. At I, one I point so. in time, it was held in Cincinnati. Yeah, because there was no place else. There was no no that's, place here to do it. That's a tragedy. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> that's really yeah. awful that you have well, to go well, piggyback well, off somebody else's uh, intercory and rec bar and everything like that. So it's I'm sure it's a big help. So Corey, what's the rundown? on the new pinball room. We talked about it a little bit on the show. Give give us the stats. So I feel like every year we talk about what's next and where we're going and getting bigger. Um, I guess since last year's show, we officially opened our new pinball room because I don't think we were open at Arcade Expo. I, I think it was we, just after. Yeah, yeah, so as of last year, we were at about 30 machines on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, we opened our exclusive pinball room and. Uh, we're up to 69 machines on the floor currently, and we've actually just added another uh, expansion to it. And after the expo, we're taking uh, 11 new games back to Rec Bar's floor with us. So we'll be up to 80 machines, 80 pinball machines on the floor and now. And that's just pinball. You, just pinball. You've got, you've also got Papa Shots, you've got Ski Ball, you've got classic and current arcade video games. Yeah. So, so total will be up to about. You can play War. Yeah. You can play Rock Paper Scissors back in the corner. Whatever. It's all there. You know, <laughs> Vegas Vacation games. <laughs> oh, whatever yeah, you want. Pick a hand. We got yeah, it. We- <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, the best game ever, of Gosh. course. All, all, it's, that's, a, that's a four token game, Is so it? just find okay. one of the managers and we'll we'll, we'll let you play pick a hand. <laughs> you guys forgot about the fan game that you had at oh, that right oh my gosh. It was the wonderful no, was fan AC. game. Let's play air conditioner. <laughs> Should that's, we talk about that? I, that's, we, uh, I, I'm fine with discussing. We can talk about it. I think, I think it's worth noting. Okay, well. Go ahead, I, I have no context whatsoever. <laughs> you don't know so. what this is about? No, not at all. Corey, okay, so, so ed- educate the internet. The The pinball room was a uh, not-so-well-circulated room when we first opened it. When you add 60 machines and a bunch of bodies in there, it gets a little hot in the summertime. Um, so we added an AC unit, and then we added some portable units that blew uh, cold air out, but they had, like, these... Uh, 
Lost like, in space robot arms, yeah, like Danger like, Will Robinson. Like okay. these four-inch kind of shapeable... Yeah, tubes of tubes, sorts. yeah. And, you know, to us it looks like an air conditioner. But it's very industrial looking. <laughs> yes. Apparently to our guests it appeared to be a game <laughs> that you stick your arms in... And do something. I don't know the object of the game. They must have made that one up on their own. But um, the the joke kind of ran, and we put a uh, one of the um, price stickers on there that indicated the game required fifty cents to play or a power play for a dollar. Yeah, you know, power three. play for a dollar. That, and I'll tell you, and I bet that's what brought it in right there. Now, yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, uh, the fans were coming. From uh, near and far, man. They were it was to get more popular there. than, you know, our uh, Attack from Mars or any of our new Sterns. It got more play than anything. Th- and this is, Whitney, this is no joke. There, There is a back room <laughs> that I have access to at Wreck Bar, and many a time I would come through that passageway, and it came out behind one of the units. Yeah. And I don't know how many times I come through the door and, and met somebody eye to eye as they were realizing <laughs> this wasn't a game. Yes. And they and just they, got busted. And they and they had already dropped money or something yeah. like that. They, had, yeah. they were elbow deep yeah. into the into the air <laughs> That's uh you know what? Touche, my good man. Touche. Yes. <laughs> you gotta take advantage so, of opportunities. Yeah. All kinds of, <laughs> That's what business is called. All, yes. You can come come to Rec Bar, play it all. <laughs> play it all. Play it all. Yeah. So the when is the after this show is when the new expansion comes online. Correct. Uh, we'll have the games up and running no later than probably Monday afternoon. We'll be at eighty pinball machines. That's just amazing. Eighty pinball machines. That's just that's crazy. Crazy cool, but crazy. And it, it's crazy to us too because we opened three years ago with eight on the floor yeah. with no real intention of adding more because yeah. of their you know their. The cost involved and the, the maintenance upkeep and whatnot, and, and everything. Yes, but then Tony and I got the sick addiction once we started playing <laughs> them, and uh, now here we are at about a uh, hundred and thirty or so pinball machines in our collection total. Wow! And, and the pin room itself, it, there's pictures of it. It's up on our Facebook page. I posted a few. I mean, you all went in and you re-poured the floor so that it was level. Then that, you brought in air, uh, not only the AC, but you brought in power so that you didn't have any brownouts. I mean, it's done right. Yeah, it, yeah, it, that's awesome. It's done right. Yeah, we went from being uh, into the mic. Si- we, Love we, the mic. <laughs> we went from being a city that had very little pinball. We had Zanzibar. We had a few machines kind of sprinkled throughout the city to having uh, sixty plus games in working condition to play on, and we're spoiled now. Yeah, we went from having not hardly anything available to us to having. An amazing experience that you can't have a lot of other places. Whenever I travel with my girlfriend, we're always looking for places to play pinball. We go to St. Louis or even going to Chicago. I mean, we're you know the essentially the birthplace or the place of pinball, and yes. you go to Rec Bar. It's like an, it's an experience that you can't have anywhere else. And yeah. you're having great tournaments there. We're having thirty to forty player tournaments. Uh, I was going to say, so talk week, about what's that? Every what has this done to tournament play? Because <laughs> it it's it changes, not just it it's, there's a Sunday, but is there a weekly another weekly one? I, <laughs> It's kind of been going around. Corey's got a better idea of what exactly is so going on. So we, we have our Sunday weekly that's kind of our, our biggest of the bunch. We, um, we've been as high as 60-plus players, um, average about 30 to 40. Uh, we start in March our monthly, so we're going to do a Friday night monthly tournament for the rest of the year uh, beginning in a couple weeks. Um, 
And these are all for points. These are. So they're all IFPA tournaments. Um, we throw in some, you know, holiday tournaments, 4th of July, um, some random, you know, we did our Munsters launch party, any of the new uh, Stern pinball machine launch parties that we get, uh, we host those as well. Um, and then now you're starting to see... Um, and then on, on the, the normal tournaments, the, at least on the weeklies, uh, what's the breakdown? Is it like three strikes? Is it is it so match play? We do, is it we do match play. Uh, we'll do two hours of qualifying. Um, normally we get around five to six games in in the qualifying. And depending on uh, number of players, typically uh, 12 to 16 will move on. Basically more than half the field uh, moves on to the, the playoffs. And then generally there's even a small sub-tournament after that so that if you don't get to pass through. Yeah, they do a fun tournament yeah. for There's everybody a fun tournament. that falls so out of the, so the qualifiers. So if, if you amazing. get knocked out, you've still got an opportunity to play for some rec bar gift cards or other random swag that we've got to give out. Just Sweet. To, you know, if your buddy's doing well and you crapped out, you've got an opportunity to still have some fun and play some games. Oh, that's a, that's that's great. That's awesome. Just out of curiosity, what what are the top five earners pinball-wise at rec bar right now? And, and how and does it change a lot? I mean, do you, you see some of the older titles stay consistently high, or or does it follow the ebb and the flow of the Stern new inbox releases? You know, um, it's really funny because our spot pulls in a wide array of, of of people that are wanting to play games. You've got your normal pinball guys that love seeing the Adams family, the Attack from Mars, the oh, yeah. new Sterns, and everything. And then you got you know we have tons of families that come in. Super Mario Brothers from Gottlieb is one of our most popular yes. pins yeah. on the floor. What, uh, really? Yeah. yeah. It, like, that shows you what theme means, right? Exactly. Your Looney Tunes earns a lot too, right? Yeah. What would you say Looney Tunes oh, does Bugs, as well? Sorry, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Bugs oh, Bunny, Bugs Bunny. Bunny. Okay, so we're talking Bugs Bunny and Super Mario Brothers are two of your top earners. They're, they're up there. Um, For, I know, know Freddy does. I'm in there often enough to know Freddy does really well. Fre Freddy kills it. Um, family Guy. Oh, I can um, see Family Guy killing it. You, yeah. you obviously see a lot from Adam's family and Twilight Zone, you know, just being the iconic games that they are. Right. Um, the new Sterns are flashy, so, you know, the, the casual they're, they're, player... Up, they're up and they're down, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, a lot of people know Iron Maiden for the, the amazing gameplay and the depth of it, um, but then you'll get people that just see Deadpool and want to play Deadpool just yeah. because of, you know, they're familiar. <laughs> <You're> Tony, <laughs> Tony Deadpool! Deadpool. He yeah. loves him, fanboy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the, uh, the gentleman from Skyline Drive-In, he was yes. talking about their Jurassic Park. Rec Bar has a... Lost World. The Lost World. Yeah. The, the Sega. Yes. And it it is it kills it, too. Yeah. I, that's I, I that's see, an underrated game. That, yeah, that, that game's, game's really, fun to play. That game's very good. Yeah. I, I do want to... I want to date East Jurassic Park, though. That That's on our list of uh, games we got to get. I'm really surprised you all haven't come across one of those yet. Because that... They've been few and far between. I, I, th I think they just... People hold on to those games. Yeah. They don't turn that, them over. That or they get snatched up before we can get to them. I think a lot of people know that Tony and I are pretty quick to pull a trigger yeah. and get a game. So Because you know that it's going to be gone. Yeah. 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 I, I was thrilled to get the one that I have. And that turned out that it was a conversation with another collector at another show, and it was kind of maybe going to be for sale, and the conversation completed the deal. Yeah, you know, I that's mean, how I ended up with it. I mean, it's it's amazing to me that for that for the number the the production numbers on that game, just how quickly it gets snapped up, and and you just don't. You don't see it available floating on the open market. Well, you don't see a lot of Adam's trade. You, you don't see no. many games floating around. 
at all. At all. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Really. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's very true. And John, you seem to have uh, from conversations that you and I have. You've got a like for the, a lot of the classic games. So mm. you've got that scattered as well. If you're in town and you're playing at Rec Bar, you've got the new Sterns and you've got. I mean, what what classics are out there now? Uh, Centaur. Uh, for older games. Xenon. I mean, I have I have this interest in flat games, games without ramps. I I particularly like ramps in games. I like modern Sterns. I like fast games. I like games that have combos, but for some, for like the party setting for me, it's more fun to play a classic because it moves faster. It's uh, it, you're not going to play it for 45 minutes. I like that about Centaur. I like that even if you play a great game on Centaur, somebody's only going to have to watch you for five minutes and drink yeah, beer. Yeah. Essentially, like that's that's why I'm drawn to playing those older games with crowds because everybody moves faster and at the level of pinball that some of us are playing at. If we go and play. I'm, I'm going to drop it. If we play Guardians of the Galaxy, we're going to be there for an hour and a half. Yeah. And yeah. and I could have, you know, we could have played six to ten classic games like that. I love playing Jackpot. It's kind of brutal, and it's a fun uh, game yes. to play over it. I, I at wanted, Rec Bar. I was excited and when, when Rec Bar got a uh, Jackpot, and yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to give this a shot. Play that particular it's, table. It's a mean. It is mean. <laughs> it's a mean Jackpot. Yeah. I love it for that. It, it's, it's awesome. It's so addictive with how mean it is yes. because you oh, just yeah. you, you want to like, beat uh, it. You, you know you back. can do better. Yeah. You know you can. Yeah, there are only four shots that you're hitting all day and then you're done. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you at skee-ball, Sean? <laughs> I, I I've not been practicing my ski ball much lately. Yeah, I, I take I take your dead ringer on bowling as well, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, next yeah. year next year I'm going for Kentucky State Ski Ball champ. Well, so so you I, skate I, through the pinball tournament in Vegas. Skate through, yeah. Then, That's then right. Is 2019 is going to be the year of ski ball. Ski ball, yeah. I mean, and then why not? 2020 bowling because I bet you can pick up a mean 710 split. Right? Sure. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, bowling after that. Exactly. Uh, Corey, one thing I've, I've always been curious about. You said uh, I want to circle back to this. You said 80 machines yes you re-leveled the floor and you yes. built that and brent you were mentioning building out for power yep. yes how many games on a circuit do you run at rec bar and i assume are you running 15 amp circuits 20 amp circuits or how, how do you how did you guys how, how did you guys distribute everything and and what's the what's the formula i am not as electrically inclined as most yeah uh, my brother's an electrician yeah. so oh, okay. i lean on him heavily um i know we i'm pretty sure just, we're running just r- rough approximate so 20 amp circuits and i think we're settling around six games a circuit uh, six games on a 20 yeah. amp circuit yeah okay and we, you know we we made sure that they spaced them out enough to where every other outlet was going to be on a separate circuit so we could alternate out on the games yeah yeah for sure um but uh, it, I mean, it balanced the load out tremendously, and you know, we fire up the games one circuit at a time, as we don't, so we don't uh, send that surge flash to the load. system. Yeah, the flash um, load. Yeah, because when you're fire, we we did it a couple of times where we just killed the main and then flipped them all on that way, said, no. which is a, it's terrifying if you're in there by yourself and hear everything <laughs> fire up at once. But but uh, now I just want to do it. Yeah, me too. One one time we'll invite call, you guys call, over. Call me before you do it. Okay, yeah, all right. Go. Yeah, but uh, it. I mean, it, we we put a lot of time and effort and planned it out. And uh, going from that back room that was on a floating floor that was real bouncy and uneven, uh, one of the biggest things when we moved was making sure that people would appreciate the levelness of the games and how much time is put into it. Um, and yeah. we didn't just throw it together on a whim to try and get something something big and, and bad opened up. We yeah. wanted to... To put the time and effort in. No, no, and that's appreciated. The reason I ask is, I mean, I'm sure that over time everybody spends some amount of time on pin side. I see all these discussions, people talking about, oh, I do this, I do that on power, and just how how it's set up. And I, I mean, you guys are obviously able to keep it up and running. 
as many hours a day as you want to, and nothing's caught on fire, and you yeah. don't have you, you don't have things dropping out. So yeah. you've 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 hit the you've hit that middle spot where everything runs well. And I was just kind of curious how, how you guys approach that. So. I, I'll study a little bit more. I'll ask my brother for some details <laughs> fair, on the fair uh, enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I, I will quiz you tomorrow night. So no. make sure you're prepared. Right. I'll, yeah. make my, I'll make a phone call. Yeah, right yeah, when we yeah. Get yeah. Off yeah. Hop off and text him. It's my year for bowling. <laughs> it's your year for becoming an electrician. I guess. Hey, there you go. Hey, yeah. expand your horizons. There you go. Fair enough. Did you have Retro Shop last year at this time? We did not. We uh, we launched Retro Shop in April, so it was about a month after Arcade Expo. So, ta- so talk about Retro Shop a little bit and the relationship with Stern and Marco and, and how... How, how that's how that's really kind of raised raised the level best here at Louisville up if you don't mind. Yeah, so Retro Shop was kind of bred from uh, we had a, a large warehouse space with a showroom that we were basically using for storage. Um, okay, and we had so many games that you know a lot of them had already been cycled onto Rec Bar's floor and then it come back off because of either you know a replacement or something an upgrade in a certain scene or just putting some fresh faces out there mm-hmm. um, and we wanted a spot for people to kind of have a, uh, a local place to go um, you know Indiana has a ton of places to shop for old school games uh, up into Illinois and Chicago and stuff and Louisville didn't really have that uh, when we reached out about being a Stern dealer um, the process was surprisingly quick for us to kind of turn around what was it okay um, which blew me away because we weren't ready to move that fast on it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we kind of... There wasn't even one in this area. There hasn't been, right? I mean, right There's in, no, in the nobody in Kentucky. Flipping Out was the the only Kentucky oh, location, yeah. um, oh, but they were okay. more Nashville, really, than, yeah. Yeah. than Louisville or Lexington. Yep. Exactly, yes. um, And then beyond that, West, you were, Western Kentucky. You didn't yeah. have anyone servicing Northern Kentucky, Southern Indiana. No, I mean, yeah. you, had, you had to go to Indianapolis or, you know... Or Ohio, yeah. up in Ohio for Trent. Yeah. Um, so we kind of saw it as an opportunity to be a central location to a lot of spots. And uh, Stern, I guess, agreed with it and uh, granted us a, a dealership. And um, since then, you know, we've moved through quite a few games and have made a lot of good relationships with people in the area. And, good, good. You know, being our first show selling new in-box games has been uh, it's exciting for us because, we, you know, we want to put a lot more faces uh, to the, the local Louisville pinball scene and um, hopefully, you know, get a lot more people interested in bringing games home or to their businesses or yeah. wherever need be. So can you talk about, you just mentioned uh, new inbox games here at the show. Can you talk about how that works for anybody who's interested in potentially buying one at a show? Sure. I, I mean, how, how does Retro Shop partner with Marco, partner with Stern to make all of this happen? Because even though... Nobody can see what I'm pointing to. We've got a huge Marco booth over here He's in the, just in the now corner. Figuring out yeah, I'm just now. Fi- I, just, I just now only. figured that out. Yeah, yeah. it's audio yeah. only. So Corey, five the years only person that knows who you're pointing at other yeah. than us is Jerry. Yeah, I, I get that. Okay, but but I'm describing it as okay. I go. We've got a huge Marco booth that is staffed. He just solely. Gave me the stink yeah, <laughs> I, I the saw that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, solely with new inbox Stern machines. Are those run through Retro Shop for being here at the show or what? So it's it's a partnership between us and Marco okay. um, through Stern. Uh, anybody that agrees to purchase a, uh, a, sh- a demo game for the show, uh, which basically means allow us to open it up, let the guests of the show play it for free all weekend, uh-huh. um, they get a special discount for purchasing ahead of time, and then they get to walk with the game after the show's over um, for a, you know, a special price basically for allowing to loan your machine to the to the public for the weekend 
Um, so it's something that, you know, prior to Louisville Arcade Expo, you can reach out to us or Marco. Um, let us know what game you're interested in. And as long as we can get it in stock from Stern, then uh, then you can get it for that special show so price. Most, okay. most all of your shows, I know that the, that Marco partnered with a distributor or a dealer in Nashville. So, you know, if, if you're in another part of the country and Marco's visiting that show, that's something that Marco has worked with Stern yeah. to then approach the local dealers to make happen. Yeah. So, you know... This this isn't your last bite at the apple, so to speak. If you're if you're you know Marco's Marco puts the information out when they're getting ready to go to a show, and then if you're here in town and you just decide, hey, I want to go buy a new Stern, what, give us the, what's URL and your address. Yeah, how, how do they how get, do get in touch it? with you, and, and what's the process for buying? So our website's uh, retroshopky.com. Um, we've got a, a full online store available of what's in stock. Uh, we can get. You know, pretty much any game that CERN's still producing, if you reach out to us and we don't have it in stock, we can get it uh, special ordered in. We've, you know, we've got five uh, new unboxed games that are uh, are ready to be purchased here. We got a couple Munsters, uh, Metallica uh, LED version, um, an Aerosmith in the box. So, you know, we've got some games available. Oh, so you you got an Aerosmith out here for play, and you still got one in the box? Yes. So the the one we're showing off is going to go back to Rec Bar with us, and then uh, the one that we have in box Unless is Whitney available. buys it. Yeah, I mean, who knows? We can hey, always talk. Go. Hey, you know what? I, I I make no bones about it. I do love the smell of new inbox pinball. So <laughs> we, there we, you go. We'll take the legs off, wrap it up, make it all nice and pretty, ready to go for oh, you. Oh, thank you, thank You're you. Welcome. You know something? That's actually fairly enticing. So, right, yeah. well, so we'll, just, we'll talk. just Corey, just keep on talking. Man. So just keep on talking. <laughs> Wow. And then uh, Rec Bar is is what's your what's the website for Rec Bar? RecBarLouisville.com. Okay. Yeah. And okay. Gotcha. I know one of the listeners is actually on with us right now, James Hale. He was just recently through Louisville and was posting selfies of him in the pinball room. Jim's oh, a big pinhead. Uh, actually, he's about to be a Louisvillian again. Yes, soon. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to uh, Brother Jim making the pilgrimage. Yep. Is what I'm looking forward to. And so pilgrimage. Great. Speaking of pilgrimage, Sean, when are you heading to Vegas, buddy? The tournament is on the 28th. I'm I'm flying out to Vegas on the 27th. Uh, nice. A good buddy of mine, Justin Ryan's going with me. We're going to hang out. We've got a place to stay at the Hard Rock, and I'm going to play against the, I mean, the, the best pinball players in the world I mean, and see what we can see what Kentucky can do. See re- if we can represent, get put on the map. Represent, my and, man. That's awesome. I want to throw this out there. Sure. On yeah. It's the 13th, correct? That's yeah. That's what they the, told me. The Wednesday, the thirteenth um, of March, we're hosting a, a kind of a send-off tournament at Rec Bar for Sean. Okay. Um, oh, okay. All the money is gonna everybody that plays in the tournament. The five-dollar entry fee is gonna go to Sean to help get him out to Vegas and uh, make sure he has a good time while he's there and represents the state well. Oh, so sweet. as many okay. people that we can get out to play, it's gonna be a, a fun little tournament and uh, a good time to. You know, show that we've got his back and want to see him do the best he can. Yeah, I definitely want to. This is a good floor for me to express some gratitude to some people. Uh, the entire pinball community that's just really developed in the past couple of years in Louisville have been so supportive of me and me t- making a trip to Vegas. I mean, uh, the winnings, the prize for first place was $560. That bought a ticket. That bought a plane ticket to get there and get maybe. home. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Depending upon when you buy it. Maybe. When you look at state, when yeah. it is versus when you have to be in Vegas, 
you're really losing out in terms of that long-term scheduling for a flight <laughs> and saving. Yeah, you're, you're and then get, you've got to get a room on you, top. Yeah. you got to get out there, and it's it's expensive, and it's insane. I was talking about the financial burden of it, and someone overheard me, and then all of a sudden it just blew up into the situation where uh, my friends at Rec Bar, my friends in Pinball, friends from Zanzibar uh, have all gotten together and and collected some money to help me have a trip that oh, I might not have been able awesome. to take without their help. So yeah, that's awesome. gotta incredible. You got to represent Louisville, man. Yeah, no pressure, man. No, <laughs> no pressure. Hey, no we, just, pressure. we just got a bunch of money so you can go to Vegas and play yeah. pinball and yeah. represent our state. No pressure. Don't fail. Yeah. We're all going to watch you on Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate it. I want to rotate in the next yeah. uh, group of guests. Thanks, yeah, guys. No, awesome. Right, thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. It. Appreciate it. Appreciate thank you. And, and Corey, I do want to talk to you uh, after you talk to your brother. Okay, we, we got to get some details on that, man. Yeah, I'll be an electrical whiz whenever we talk now. <laughs> Fantastic. We want to see formulas yeah. and everything. Yeah, formulas, everything. Charts, pie graphs. Yeah. What, you, what, what I really want charts. you to do Game is <laughs> is is get one of those real thick pencils and write on some two by fours. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Can you do that? Sure. Sweet. I'll do artwork. Whatever you need <laughs> on. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. Man, that's 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 how it goes. That's all we can ask for. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Appreciate no, it, thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. All right, so we're, what are you taking your? Oh, Whitney's taking his headphone. Our uh, Whitney's going to actually uh, rotate in uh, some folks himself. Oh my, Jared Nebel. What's going on, Jared? Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, tell hey, that Jared, talk up. for me, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had trouble last time I was on your show. I kept on like getting away from the oh, microphone. You got you to gotta love the mic. <laughs> I, does Whitney owe you money or something? He you. Showed up and he disappeared like vapor. Like, <laughs> well, I, not that I know of, but I do forget a lot of the stuff. So, uh, well, so if, does he. So I suggest you just say, "Yeah, you owe me fifty bucks." It's not a bad idea if I can remember that. <laughs> yeah, then I will. So, did Clint come down with you this year? Uh, he's he is here in Louisville. He's going to be here tomorrow, though. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, bring everybody up to speed. Uh, okay. Talk about your arcade, where you're located, how okay. you doing. We haven't checked in in a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you talked to Clint last year, and then both of us the year prior. Okay. But, yeah. I, my memory is as long as a short piece of string, Jared. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah, we're a high score saloon. We're located in Evansville, Indiana. We have officially been open for about 14 months now, and things are going real good. Now, you know? is this is this still uh, is in a partnership with the comic shop, or is this something no, different? No, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is just Clint and I separate. So okay. So, it's, it's just our partnership. We do have um, some games at a different comic shop. Uh, Comic Quest, also okay. in Evansville, Indiana. All right, and but so I think we're operating about seventy games and, now. And see now, and now I'm thinking back here. I'm remembering when you started posting on Facebook. Uh, is is High Score Saloon? Is it is it like a ground level or maybe like a? S- it's down in a basement. Down in like a half yeah. basement, like yeah. a building type. Okay, all right. Yeah, so you have to as as you're walking to the front of our building. You can kind of see down. We have our patio is actually outside, but it is underground. So it's like okay. a, it's like yep. a gladiator pit. I and got then, you. Um, but yeah, you just go it's down there. Half this. under. I said half basement. It's it's like half under. The fa- it's the foundation of the. We're completely submerged, but yeah, you can you can see. Oh, into okay, us. okay. Since That's we cool. have that little pit area right in front of the sidewalk. So there's a few places in downtown Louisville that are like that. That are the restaurants. As yeah. you walk by at street level. You can look down and see yeah. a patio space and see what's there. So that's neat. Yeah, it's it's been good. Doesn't seem like it's conducive for moving a lot of games. <laughs> well, it's it's funny. We can fit all the classic arcade games in our elevator. We can fit pinball machines in our elevator. The only things we can't fit in our elevators are the heavy games. <laughs> so those actually have to go down the stairs. You mean like drivers or drivers, drivers, um, uh, four player games, things like that. 
Okay. And so you're carrying it down the front steps. Yes. Into the, well, yeah. that's, well, you know. But how, well, how's it being received, though? What's your traffic like? What area? Traffic's good. Uh, we, we're right on Main Street, so it's like the fancy part of downtown. We got brick rock or brick roadway in front of us. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. And, and the downtown community has been awesome to us. Whitney's back. Does your headphones give you some problem, Whitney? Yeah, it's it's uh, popping in and out. It's it's the wire, okay. so I'm not going to have to work on that. Hey, it's, before yeah, before it's, we it's get started with Whitney, Whitney, you still owe me fifty bucks, but oh uh, yeah, I, I know. And you know something, I'll have that to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jared was talking about the the high score saloon that they've opened in Evansville, and they're kind of like oh, yeah. right there on the main drag. Yeah. And you talked about the street. So is it is it actually like traffic, car traffic, or are they converted to towards yes, more? Yes, it's. it's it's one-way traffic. It's a, it's only one lane, and the road just kind of serpentines back and forth. So there's an area here in town that uh, Whitney. I don't know if you've been down there. They call it New Lou. New Lou. Oh yeah, several times. And, oh, yeah. and I've not been down there, but I envision it where it's kind of like you, it's basically foot traffic. Oh yeah. And is that is that the case, Whitney? Yeah, in, in a lot. Boutique yeah, type yeah kind of boutique restaurants. Right. Um, a lot, of, actually. Oddly enough, a, a lot of like uh, bourbon bars and you know higher end, you know higher end drinking establishments mm-hmm. and like farm to table restaurants and things like that. No it, arcades though. No, no arcades, unfortunately. Jared, yeah. you that's, that's a place a, in Nulu. Yeah, that's a that's a similar type thing is what's going on downtown. There's a big revitalization. Yeah. Um, so they, we used to have the Robert Stadium, which was our big. I had to close uh, that down because I owed Jared fifty bucks. <laughs> that <laughs> well, that that closed down, and then they built the brand new Ford Center and that's actually right near us. Okay. Uh, gotcha. So we get every all the traffic before concerts and before games and everything like that. Yeah. Um, it's actually we also get a lot of celebrities come in there like after their shows. Oh. Yeah. So like like, you, like who? Like Okay, so so can you? Is it? <laughs> all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll ask. Yeah. It must be several. Can you say? Uh, yeah. I okay. mean, a lot of them I don't know. I don't keep up with music yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, there's the. I think her name was Lindsey Graham. She was the oh, yeah. the violinist. Yes. And, and she tap dances. Yeah. She had her whole entourage in there, and, and we uh, we closed the uh, shop up after after we usually close, and we stayed open for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we had all her dancers and all her. All their road crew in there, and they were a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with them. Yeah, um, we've had Steve Miller Band down there. Oh, nice! Um, so you have you started to develop a wall? Of no, you with the, the no. Seriously, I, you know, I thought like, about it, but at the same time, I hate being the guy that bugs the celebrities. Yeah, I can understand. I, yeah, I'd rather just be the guy say, "Hey, let's do a shot real quick." Uh, <laughs> I, I know. Well, I know there's some there's some venues here in town that will get the celebrity traffic when they'll mm-hmm. come like through Yum Center yeah. or whatever. And um, the venues are known to give them privacy, so they can just be themselves. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that makes sense entirely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We've we've had fun with it. Um, we've had they have a whole lot of the WWE shows down there, so we've had some of the wrestlers down there. Yeah, I wonder um, wonder if RD's uh, gone down there before. You know, yeah. just oh. due to all the wrestling connections. And oh everything. yeah, RD, like RD from uh, yeah, up north. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 He should have been a wrestler himself. He's huge. He's, he's, he's a good size man. He, yes. he is a good size guy, no doubt. Oh, yes. I, you can't see it, but I've got a, like a little Louisville Slugger bat back here, just in case he got out of line. And I had to be ready. You probably need two. <laughs> need two. Yes. Yes. The first one. I'm just telling you once. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. It's one of those things where where you're playing, and uh, you know, it's like 
just like in Zelda, they say your your Louisville Slugger bat is badly damaged. You know, it's one of those. He's going to be listening to this yeah. and be like, "All right, yes, exactly. you guys just made I'm the gone. list." Now they're talking smack. <laughs> What's going on? That's how it always goes. So, what games are you operating? I, I saw you came in with a Matahari earlier. Yeah, I've got a Mat- you had oper- here. operated there. Yes, uh, Matahari. It was it was a, a great game for us. Um, I had it. Whenever I first put it in there, it was mint condition. The The cabinet was mint. The play field was mint. The bat clust was mint. This, this is where the, the but, tears come in. But, yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess it was down to its last few layers of paint. Uh, even though I was waxing it once a week, it, it lost quite a bit of paint. So I went ahead and pulled right it out inserts. before it got any further damage. Yeah. But there's that new product coming out called Hardtop. Not affiliated with them. But uh, they it's, it's like a clear plexi that you put on top of the play field. Like you take off all the stuff. All the pop bumpers and flippers. I and think everything. I've heard of this. Okay, and it's a protector, but it's it's like the protectors that you've been seeing the last few years, but it actually has the artwork on the bottom. Okay, okay, and All right. it looks really good. And I, I thought about not even selling the Matahari and, and getting one of those hard tops. So I'd have to play introduce our guest here. Oh yes, with our new our other guest, Mr. Mike Vinicauer. Thank you for uh, thank you for coming over and setting in. Uh, Vinicor, but yeah, yeah, you, you were close. Okay, I was see, close. That, see that's that, that's, the, that's why I had him do it because yeah. I'm I'm just happy enough to get Mike out. Yeah, yeah fair enough. I, I did it phonetically, yeah. so I, I apologize. So it's, oh, it's, it's right. a lot of people do that. It's right Vin, Vinicor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell so scoot up to the mic. Right. A little up, bit. Right, right into yeah. it. It we, takes a while to get used to. Yeah, it, it yeah, does. We, we yeah, keep Vinicor like hardcore, but not, <laughs> fantastic. But not spelled C O R E. It's K O U R. Jared okay. and I went hardcore through Hardcore Vinicor. Yeah. 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 Jared so, yeah. Nebel. It's Nebel, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, we right. almost messed that well, up. No, I almost said Nebel. Jared and I. I wouldn't care. Jared and I have gone through this. Yes. I learned my lesson. Yes. With Jared. Yes. So I throw Whitney under the bus. That's fair enough. Fair enough. So I've heard of of. Hard top is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, hard top. And, and my, the, and I want to say I've even seen some pictures, and I don't know if this you've seen any of this, Mike. I, this is the first time hearing of it. Actually. Yeah, I've never heard of it yeah. either. I, I posted it in chat to see if anybody heard of it, and I was waiting to wait for somebody to chime back in. But yeah, this is the first I've ever heard of hard so top. So here's the thing with it that and I don't know if you've played any games that have it, but I have played classic games that have had a color overlay put on them. Right, you know, right. So you, you pull everything off the play field, you roll this overlay, it's got all the artwork on it, and even like faux wood artwork for the places that are natural wood, put all everything back together and it looks great. It's like a giant mylar with the artwork yes. printed on it. I've you, seen yeah. those. Yeah. You have? And yeah. they play terribly. They do. I've heard do. that, yeah. Because and the balls, the action is totally different than yeah. it is It's probably wood. dead and slow, isn't it? I that, that's, al- that's how I would see it. Yeah. I had also heard that it'll start to bunch up around the screws and posts. I can see that. It's yep. just think of it like a rolling pin in dough, you know? It, it just yeah. like oh, it just stretches it I out over time. I was thinking like when you're yeah. when you're putting the assemblies back together as you turned a screw, but I see oh, what you're, I'm yeah. sure that's an Pushing issue as well. Yeah. And then some people clear coat over the top of it, but I I just can't imagine that being very well. It, to me that feels like a retread tire. I mean, it's like yeah. it, at what point did it stop did you stop playing on the play field? Yeah. Now you're playing on three levels of bed sheets or something now, like that. That being said, I mean, if you have a game and you're all the way down to wood on three quarters of the play field, sure, go for it. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be any worse than it is, but uh, it definitely wouldn't be my first choice for restoration. Yeah, yeah. So, so Jared, let me ask. I mean, from from a, a size perspective, and hopefully you guys didn't cover this. If so, while I was out, I apologize. But I know that you and your business partner Clint 
um, have been growing the high score saloon quite a bit. I mean, wh- what are you guys up to, yeah, I, I guess, kind of floor size-wise now and everything like that? Did, did you and Brent talk about that? No, we haven't. Okay. For, as far as our building, we're yeah. actually pretty small. We're, uh, I want to say, about 1,800 square feet, including the bathrooms. Yeah. So it's not How many big. games are in the bathrooms? Um, yeah. None. Three. <laughs> none, but they have those games that you mount inside the urinal. I've really been looking into those. You could <laughs> put a pachinko machine above the urinal. You so could do that. Do. Yeah. You could yeah, do that. I, I wish you could. Yourself. I would put that yes. in a dollar, and I guarantee you I would earn. <laughs> but, no, uh, so it's a, it's small square footage, but it's nice because our overhead is, is very low. Yeah, yeah, min- minimal. And, and it's, it's nice because even if I'm in the back room, I can hear when a pinball machine's messing up. I'm like, Oh, someone abandoned T2. Better go plunge the ball. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, fair enough. Um, and, then, and so I can I can hear all the games, and, and I can hear if, if something's glitching out or something. Um, so it's it's been really nice. But, I mean, in that square footage, I, I don't know the official count right now. We're 35, 40 games in it. That's so that's great. It's, it's tight in there. Yeah. But, man, it's, I mean, it's about the most relaxed atmospheres you can find. Yeah, so no, that's great. Keep, keeping in mind that. Mike's shirt just isn't one he purchased. He actually works for Stern. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mike, uh, are, are you all yeah. able to run any newer Sterns? Or are you we just got, running classics? Or? See, we got Star Wars, Deadpool, Iron Maiden, Metallica. Mike, thanks you. I yes. do. Thank yes. you. Exactly. Thank you for putting food on my table. Exactly. Wait, wait what's what's your last name? Vinicor. I've talked to you. Maybe. I'm I, a, no. I have a terrible memory. You just said, you just <laughs> yeah. said that in such a way that I'm uncertain how this <laughs> yeah, is going to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. I, I'm a little uncertain. No, I, was, I, I hope it was I, a pleasant I, experience. Yeah, I, was, I, was, no, I mean, we're not talking like a love connection. Right. Did you call me, like, yeah. pretty, call me on the I'm phone? I'm pretty sure. I did, yeah. Do you so, need the mini Louisville slugger? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hand it over. No, uh, so I was having an issue with awesome. my That's target hilarious. on Iron Maiden. Yeah. And I went through all the tech guys, and they were all stumped, and I got passed up the line. Yeah. And I'm, I'm. Did I fix? Did I help you fix your problem? Um, I don't know if you helped me, but yeah. we fix. I fixed it, and, okay. and I. You told me to regard. You know, regardless, let me know if you fixed it. Yeah. Because it was a Mike guy, and, and I was. was I was me. like, I'm not even going to attempt this last name. Yeah, it was, it was me. It, it, yeah. Was, it was Mike. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Hey, <laughs> I was happy to help. So. Yeah. You never yeah. did tell me the outcome, so I. Oh, well, Jared's I, like I could have sworn yeah. I did, but no. Um, Jared owes me fifty bucks. You know, it's, it's one of those things. I thought it was so. the other way around. No, now. no. Well, as long as we keep on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, that. That was that was most definitely me, and uh, for the record, it was a loose pin in the interconnect underneath the playfield. Oh, right on. Yeah, so it was getting me. It was a really weird issue, but everything about it seemed like it was code. But it was the connector. One of those pins was just loose enough that it was connecting whenever I was pushing in on it with oh, the sure. continuity and then as soon tester. As you let go. Yeah, yeah. So we got it. Right. Team well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm, so, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah, <laughs> and it's I mean it's pinball. You know, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is pinball. It's yeah. pinball. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. But we we try not to let those things go, get out the door. But you know, yeah. intermittent it probably tested fine and final. You know, yeah. And then after some amount of time, yeah. it, you know, it's just loose enough that it became an issue. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, you got something that close just even in trans- transportation. Yeah, it's bouncing around, around on it's, a truck yeah. for, you You're know. Gonna, yeah, who knows how long. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, Jared, is the is the arcade, is that your sole source of income? Yeah, that's it. I'm full-time. Yeah. Oh, that he's living the dream. He is. You it's, are it's, living the it's dream. It's weird. You know, just like waking up and be like, oh, got it. Got to go work on some GI. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a weird feeling. Yeah. Wait, well, did you I say mean, you're a kid operator or a proctologist? Because it's a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's a little of both. Mark. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it is. You've That's worked true. on enough games. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you know. Yes. 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 Yeah. 
Uh, no, that I mean, that's awesome that you can get up every day and, and do that. I mean, because for so many of us, I mean, it's, it's a hobby. And yeah. it, it's, it's a hobby that we love and would love to take it to the next step. I mean, I've, I've got props for you because you stepped over the line and, yeah. and, and you're, you're making it work. So yeah. that's, that's for, neat. For 99% of us, if not 99.9%, it's a cash sink. Yes. Right. For the right. love yeah. of it. Exactly. So for the love awesome of it. That's and that's how it started with me. I just got a little too carried away and I had to put some games somewhere. Yeah. We all get carried away. Yeah, we do. So you're yes, operating uh, videos and pins. Correct. Yeah. So we'll ask you the same question we asked Recbar. What's, what's your big earners? Is it the new Stearns or is it classic games? Stearns do well. Um, now, our Stearns are on a dollar and our, everything else is on 50 cents. So. I it's some of the fifty cents games will keep up with Stern even though we have the Sterns on a dollar. Like recently we introduced Star Trek Next Gen and it's it's right in line with everything else even though it's half the price. So yeah. um, I'm sure I'm gonna be working on that soon. <laughs> oh yeah, that, those things it's a great, fantastic game, but yeah. man, what a nightmare to it's, keep running it's like on the location. 60 optos in it, you know. Oh, <laughs> and uh, one of them goes down, it's like a house of cards. Correct, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, no, the Sterns earned really well. The um, Star Wars has has been our biggest earner for the longest time. Even though it's just a pro, um, it's earned well just because of the recognition. I think yeah, you know yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good game. But even people who don't give a crap about the game, they just want to play a game. They see Star Wars and they go yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It absolutely will get somebody to walk across the room and put in a buck. Just yeah. find the name recognition alone. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll get people from 21 years old to 65 years old. You know, they'll be they're putting money in Star Wars. Now, do you have a Freddy? A Freddy? No, I do not. Okay, because we were talking about that earlier with the, some of the other mm-hmm. crew. And Freddy is one of those games that's similar. Yeah. And it's a little bit more niche because of the horror genre. Correct. But that tends to be a common like for people that play yeah. pinball, and it, it it gets it'll garner all ages. My customers really care a lot about theme. Like I was just playing Total Nuclear Annihilation. I haven't played one before. Absolutely loved it, but I'm worried that if I got one, it wouldn't earn. It very would well. it wouldn't earn yeah. because there, there's there's nothing to tie it to in in the the public mindset. Correct. Yeah. yeah. See, uh, Lethal Weapon was one of our best earners for six months. Lethal so, Weapon. Lethal Weapon, yes. Okay. That was a big game for Data East when it came out, too. I mean, they sold, well, Le- the, I mean, they sold the heck out of those things. Did, and, and did they? Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, at that time, I mean, that was that movie was fun. like It was huge. I, was it, it was huge. I guess would You're you right. call it a blockbuster? Yeah, for yeah, sure. I, I think was, so. I was going to use the word phenomenal. I don't know if I'd go as far as phenomenal. No, but yeah, because no, that, would be, that it, would be Star Mel Wars Gip- or Star Trek. Yeah. But yeah. Mel, uh, Mel Gibson was, I mean, really in his prime at that point. Yep. And it just... The movie yeah. just worked. Yeah, 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 it did. It did. And then, and then recently we put a shadow out. And I had never played a shadow. It's it's, it's fun. It's suppo- I mean, it's, it's, fun. it's top top fifty. I, I don't know exactly where on it's pin at. Side? Yeah, on pin side. Um, but it's it's a very well received game. But whenever we put it out there, it just it it was. Do you, it you think it dropped the ball? I do mean, you think it's due to the, due to the complexity of the playfield mechanics on that? Because there be. there are so Is many. It doesn't mean right. anything to anybody uh-huh. anymore. Yeah. yeah, you know what? It was uh, when it came it's, out. It didn't earn as well as, as other too. games at the time. I worked there when it came out. At okay, um, it's a it's a great game. Let, let me let me preface it with I have one. Well, oh, do you? It's, it's oh. on the way. It's on its way at the door. I've had it for twenty years. I just sold it. Okay, wow. the guy hasn't come to pick it up yet. Yeah, but I always liked it. But it was a really challenging game. Like it's, a novice can't yes. walk up and play it. No, it's very hard. And then the theme was kind of alienating because it wasn't it wasn't a 
very successful film. Yeah. But, you know, um, it was a great design, and it was pretty bold for the time, you know. Does that kind of fall in with the, uh, what's what's the game with the, the gorillas? Um, Congo. 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 Yeah, Congo. Whereas the game, you know, everyone really kind of likes the gameplay, but the... Almost like roller games. Yeah, the, the, theme, yeah. the, theme, yeah. the theme just themes just kind yeah, of the flat. Theme killed it. I I was never a fan of the Congo game, but the, it certainly has its share of fans. Yeah, but the license didn't do it any favors. But yeah. again, at the time they made those games, you don't know they're gonna. You're working on them in conjunction with the movie be about to come out. Right. Okay. So you don't know. Like Johnny Mnemonic was another one. Fantastic shooting game. Yeah. Um, had fun rules too, but the movie was a flop. Yeah. I, we yeah. talked. I talked about this maybe six or seven months ago. I. I saw it come on one of the cable channels and I hit record and I was like I want to watch this I remember it it is phenomenally bad oh it's two hours Which of your movie? life that you'll never Johnny get back Johnny Mnemonic oh, Johnny it, it, yeah. was, it was to the point where it's like this is a quest now I'm going to watch this <laughs> yeah I'm going to finish it yes. and, and it was I'm going to back, I'm going to back that up and watch that again because that was so bad <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the guy that went and saw it in the theater the opening weekend was, oh was so like, it was you yeah, yeah I was the guy <laughs> you're the one yeah, well one. I mean you've got to admit the premise the premise for the time was very compelling it was very interesting because we were at the dawn of the internet age and here he is you know taking a usb drive and plugging it in the back of his head and he yeah. said you know like his brain stores what 500 megabytes yeah, and i'm, I'm, so, I'm sitting yeah. there thinking it's like this is it's a word document yeah, yeah. it's a word yeah, yeah. yeah exactly uh, but uh i've seen on pin side that somebody rethemed theirs into a uh, matrix and i've seen that it's it's yeah. made the show circuit in the yeah. past it, i saw it, it looked good from what i saw here. yeah yeah it looked pretty neat i'm surprised that that title was never Farmed out to a pinball. I'm machine. a little you, surprised too because it was a really popular movie. Oh, yes, and, it, and, yes, and it a was. really good movie. Yes, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of good themes that were just missed. Yeah, How, I can imagine that being a problem. Telling people you work for Stern and then they like, and then you, it, know, you know what you need to do. Themes. You yeah. know what you oh, need to yeah. do. Yeah, well, I, I get that. Oh, so here's the things I get. What, when's the next game coming out? What is it? And then, <laughs> hey, you know what would make a good a good title? Yeah, and you're supposed to yeah. act on all three of those, yeah. you know? Well, Mike, in our chat, we do have one of the listeners um, that asks us, what is your dream theme that you'd like to see made into a pinball machine see, if like, you could I, pick I can't, it? I can't answer it because, like, then what if somebody else runs out and gets a license because oh, I wanted to do it, you oh, know? Oh, I never thought about I, that. I will answer the okay, question okay. only so far as to say that there is – Two to three themes that, if I get my chance to design a whole game for Stern, which is my goal someday, okay, I would like to do. Okay, that's, excellent. That's, that's as far as I can answer. Oh, okay, so yeah. so James, uh, Jim, sorry about that, man. We, yeah. we 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 got the question put to him, but that, that I mean, I Mike, I totally get why you would say yeah. say that. And honestly, that didn't even occur to me, even asking the question that you'd have to answer that way. Sure, yeah, yeah. No, interesting though. So wow, it, it would go along with like the Stern troll that has a, in charge of the Facebook page. And every now and then they'll post like a picture of like Fred Flintstone, and, you know, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. like "Oh, they're yeah. doing Flintstones." Yeah, and they're then doing he gets pulled. Yeah, yeah. Was exactly. It, I say, wasn't there for the longest time Gary was doing stuff with um, every chance he got, he would stand in like at a trade show. He'd stand in front of uh, uh, some My Little Pony. Yes, oh, yeah. My yeah. Little Pony. Yes. Yeah, just like, oh, we're playing the game too. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's See, that I, is funny. I have never. Now, I know people obsess over that. Yeah. I, I'm, I may be putting words in your mouth. I don't think you do either. I've never cared. You know, I, I would it, when it when whatever comes out comes out, it comes out. Yeah, yeah. and, and that's the way is. that I do it. I mean, I judge it on its merits when it drops, and yeah. that's that. I you was, know, it's, I'm, it's, I'm, it's, I was the it. same way, and I still am. Like, 
you know, knowing what like we're gonna do. If I didn't work at Stern, knowing what Stern was gonna do, or knowing what a Jersey Jack or a Spooky, it's not gonna let me play the game any faster. Yes, so Exa- I, or I, any different. Yeah, so yeah. I'll just wait till it comes out and I'll yeah. see it when I see it, and then yeah. I'll judge it, you know, based on whether it was fun or not. That's exactly um, right. And I know you, you and Jersey Jack and everybody else, they have to kind of keep quiet on it because they want to sell the current games. They yeah, don't want. Yeah. They don't want someone waiting for the Star oh, Star Wars is coming out. I'm not going to buy this. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then they also you can't put food on the table when that happens. Correct. Wanna, yeah. That is correct. And, and now they uh, well, then there's there's that, and and then now that you've got so many vendors, you you got to keep lids a lid on it so you, you don't know what theme the next person. Well, they're going to do three rock games. I don't need to do it. Yeah, you know, exactly. That kind yep. of a, that kind of a deal. Yeah, like yeah. if you got a guy, another co- like a competitor that's able to react, and yeah. change. You know, if they know, hey, their Stern's going to do this. We'll do this and to try to fight that. Real quick and undercut. Yeah, yeah. try to yeah. undercut it. You so know? that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and it's all it's not like new to this industry. Like that that stuff's gone on for longer than I've been in this industry. Oh this yeah. Is, yeah, This is my twenty sixth year. And it's not twenty sixth year. Yeah, this is the beginning wow. of my twenty sixth year in the game industry. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. I mean, that you could 26 years doing yeah, this. I was That's pretty young when I started. Cool. I think I was 20. Well, would be 23. You were six. I was 23 you years old six. when I started. I was six when I. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's using good elixirs and uh, and everything uh, like bombs. that. Bombs. No, no, yeah. yeah. The yeah. trick is you got to fall apart on the inside where nobody sees. <laughs> Jared, you're you're in, working in a, in a corner yeah. office with a door that'll shut. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Jared, yes. you're you're starting your career, so listen to what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, the there's sage wisdom here, man. You know, that all of us all of us could take home with us. Yeah. There's very hope. few people who can say they just work on work with games all day long. Yeah. So you, you really were at awesome. It's awesome. Right. Mike? I started at Williams Valley Midway in '93, which is like amazing time to be and, there. Yeah. I mean, it was that they were the you know they were the the major league of the game industry. And I worked on the Mortal Kombat game, starting with number three. Now, and was it Mortal Kombat that you were? That was how I got my job. Actually, was because was I was you? so good at it. Um, <laughs> and it was there was a, so the story isn't that, goes. Isn't that awesome. So I was completely <laughs> I was completely obsessed with the first two Mortal Kombat games, especially the second one. And I worked at an arcade that was at the end of my block, where I spent my entire childhood. Like I pretty much lived at that arcade. My cousin managed it when I was in my junior high in like sixth grade, and. Uh, I ended up working there the last couple of years. They were in business, um, and I was, you know, I was probably one of the best Mortal Kombat player two, Mortal Kombat two players in the world, at least in the Chicagoland area. Yeah, and I really wanted to get a job there because I wanted to work on Mortal Kombat games, and it was a chance meeting with this guy named Bill Dabblestein. He was a programmer at Midway Games, um, at a punk rock show. He was wearing a Mortal Kombat T-shirt, and I walked up to him like, "Hey, where'd you get that shirt? Like, I want one." Yeah, and he goes, "Well, I work for the company." And I'm like, no way. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm a programmer there. And so we were talking, and we had a couple of mutual friends in common that we didn't know until we started talking to each other. Okay. And I said, hey, you know, I'd love to be like a game tester there. I'm ridiculously good at Mortal Kombat and just video games in general. So now at the time, that seems like something common someone would say today. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, yeah. I get that all the time. Yeah. yeah. I have oh, for yes. Years, but... So I mean, how did he I, approach that? And, and so, and I didn't even, like, this was not planned out. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life at age 23. I had no direction whatsoever. I was working, like, a handful of jobs to make ends meet. Um, and I was still living with my mom. So, um, you know, I was trying to figure it all out. And he's just like, you know what? Like, 
I'm working on a project that's going to need some testing very soon. Give me your number and I'll call you. And I think it was because we had the mutual friends that he didn't just bl- brush me off. Yeah, yep. So, and to his credit, if Bill hadn't called me and kept his word, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. And it's, that's amazing. And so awesome. I, will, yeah. and I, I saw him when I was in Portland last fall. It was the first time I saw him in over 10 years. And I took him out to dinner, and I made sure to thank him for the fact that he yes. allowed me a career. Yeah, yeah. Just because I happened to meet him, and he kept his word. Yeah. That's, that's, that's rare that's these awesome. days. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And um, I'll forever be grateful to him. I mean, you know, once I got – he got my foot in the door. I earned my spot once I was in there. But my foot may have probably never been allowed in that door if it wasn't for Bill. So yeah. what game was he working on? He was working you- on Revolution X. Oh, okay. Which was the first project I then worked on. And then while I was there, I was just a contractor. So it was me, uh, this guy named Eddie Ferrier, who tested the first two Mortal Kombat so, games. So did Bill work on Mortal Kombat? Because I think Revolution X is on very similar hardware. He did not, no. Okay. Just- um, George Petro was, was the head of that project, who now owns Play Mechanics. Um, jo- so it was like George and Jack Hager. And Bill was a support programmer and a couple of artists. And, you know, the teams were small. Yeah. So... Uh, Eddie Ferrier and I would play Mortal Kombat 2 on our breaks when we were t- like when guys were fixing bugs or like all right just go play some games and yeah, you know, we'll it, grab you when we have another version ready to try yeah another build ready so to go all yeah. the other go, developers go that, play some games yeah, yeah. We'll we'll so you. we would just play Mortal Kombat 2 and we would draw yeah. like a huge crowd we'll of grab like, you when we want you to play more games yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we would draw this big crowd of like the programmers and artists you know in the department watching us play because we were so good and then all the guys like universally are like when our game's ready, can you come and test our game? And then it turned into a full-time gig. Like, I lobbied for it to become a real position. A position, After yeah. contracting there for a year and a half, maybe. I was at that crossroads in my life. Like, I need a full-time job with benefits. I'm getting older. Yeah. Like, I'm living on my own. And I talked them into making it a full-time thing. Because yeah. we would just come and go when there was work. And sometimes I'd go three or four months with nothing to do. Oh, and wow. And then I'm not making money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. And then if you got a gig at that point in time... And you know that's yeah. your passion. So what do you do? This is stable. Exactly. And solid. So I was working some part-time jobs and to to you know bridge the gap. But I was really holding out hope. Like I knew after the first game, like this is what I want to do. Like this industry, that's my calling. You know. And thankfully, you know, Ken Fedesna hired us full time after a little bit of prodding. We've got to get Mike and Jared playing Mortal Kombat just because I want to see him pace Jared. You know what? It, I, it would be I am, the most I laughable. Am, well, I am at this point, like, I'm so old and I'm so far so far removed from that. I've forgotten more than most people know in that game, and my hands don't even remember what to do. No, yeah. I do okay, but it's a, it's alarming to me how much I don't remember anymore. You don't yeah. use it. You lose yeah. it. Yeah, and I didn't I, use it for, like, 20 years, so, you know, I, I'm I lost it. I'm a button masher. I mean, that's, yeah, I've that's, never known a move in Mortal Kombat. I, I have... Accidentally found, you know, discovered things oh, yeah. playing this. Yeah. I was like, "How did I do that?" And then yeah. you just try to remember that weird combination of things that I just smashed. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the same way. I yeah. used to know every nuance of that game, you know, like, and I, I don't remember probably a third of it. I could get by okay, but you know, guys <laughs> that still play it, like, there's some guys from the old Mortal Kombat like arcade scene in Chicago that still play like regularly, and the Galloping Ghost will have a tournament. And those guys will come out, and they're still great. And, like, they would just mop the floor with me now. Oh, wow. But back then, you know, like, they were a great competition, but I would usually win. Um, but now they, they still living in their me. mom's basement? Probably not. Oh, okay. I would, oh, okay. I would hope not. <laughs> I, I would hope not. Yeah. I would hope not. Do, do you have a Mortal Kombat? Or, I do. Or? They gave me a, when I worked there, they gave me a Mortal Kombat 3 okay. uh, machine when we, were, when we finished the project. And I, 
And although I rarely turn it on except when my niece and nephew comes over and wants to play it, yeah. I will never get rid of it because of the sentimental value. Oh, no, I, I completely understand. Completely understand. People yeah. always tell me, they say, oh, I bet you're amazing at these games. Like, no. I keep 70 games running. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't have time to play games. Yeah. yeah I, I totally get that. I get that even uh, you know, if I have friends over at, in my game room. And they, the, the exact same thing. It's like, I, I'm terrible at these games. Yeah. And it, it's kind of funny because then you see that look on their faces. like, why do you have all of this? <laughs> like, because it's fun. I, I still haven't figured that out yet. But let me well, get back with you. I'll get back with you. Personally, I... I like to work on them. Yeah. Unless I, unless it becomes a pain, like I'm trying to meet a deadline, like for a show or something like that. Yeah. I enjoy tinkering with them and making them work. Yeah. And I mean, I've got games that I've got a couple of sentimental games, Mike. Yeah. That uh, that just strike a chord from when I was a youth. I won't. I don't see myself selling. Yeah. I probably haven't played in two years. Yeah, I'm the same way. I've got. Yeah. I have a battle zone that was the battle zone I played new as a kid from the arcade I spent all my childhood at. Oh, that's sweet. I got that's, them. That's cool. When I worked there, I got them to sell it to my dad, who liked the game a lot too. And a couple of years before my dad passed, he gave me his battle zone and oh, he had a, a pinball machine. And I went up to Michigan and picked them up. And I'll, so for the reason that A was the one from just games and B yeah. was my dad's after yes. that. Yeah. Yes. Like even yes. though I rarely turn it on, it's never leaving. It's you know? never leaving. I yeah. have a co- I have a cockpit Sinistar. It was the the one from just games that I played as a kid. Yeah. And they and they still had it when I worked there. And when they moved it back to the store that I worked at, I'm like, I'm not even letting you put it on the floor like a like how much I want to take it home. And they sold it to me really cheap because yeah. it made like a dollar a week at that yeah, point. No, you know? yeah. Yeah. And nobody played it. Yeah, but they, it, was, they, it was the actual one I spent like my entire childhood playing. Yeah. I've never even seen one of those in person. They I've only seen made like 50 of them. So it, like the cockpit one's really rare. Yeah. Do you oh, ever yeah. do you ever play it? I do still play that one sometimes. I you know I have a basement full of games and I only play them if friends come over. Yeah. Or my family like. My wife's Holidays kind of friendly, like yeah, yeah. Um, but I won't go down there alone and turn them on almost ever because I've had them for so long that it's the novelty is worn off. But I still enjoy owning them. Yeah, and people, you know, it just, they just get played a lot less. Yeah. Every yeah. once in a while, I'll get on a kick of a particular game I want to play, and I, I've, the way my game room's set up, I can turn the whole game room on or off. Yeah. But I'll just put that game on a standard circuit so that I can just go down and turn it on and play. And I don't know, Jared, do you fade it? Do you get to a game where you'll just fade into it and, okay, I'm going to go play this and relax? Or do you just, like, I just yeah, I, I just want it to work? <laughs> I've got games where I play depending on what mood I'm in. You know, so, like, if I... So, like, when you're listening to death metal, what do you play? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, if I'm wanting to just kind of chill out, I'll go play Ice Cold Beer. You know, because it's a fun game. Yeah, yeah. it's super that relaxing. Super that makes you want to chill out. That oh, yeah. Ga- that game makes me well, want to punch I'm, it. I'm, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm phenomenally good at it. So okay. I, I think that might have something to do I'm with it. I'm phenomenal. I'm a savant. <laughs> Ice cold beer. I'm a savant. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We have that one at high score, and it, it's our most popular game by a long shot. So I know, it is. I know Rec okay. Bar has one. Yeah, it, they do. It is very popular. It's got a big following. It's like amazing how many people like now are into that game, yeah. and or how many collectors want it. Yeah. Hey, do you know, yeah. on ice cold beer, in front of the the numbered holes, yeah, they have like a little burst of bubbles yep. right there. Mm-hmm. Mine doesn't have that. Everyone like, I've ever seen has it. The beer version. Yeah. Maybe I've got like a prototype or something. 
Does it have the rest of the art? Yeah, because the art, the bezel's got art all the way around it, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all the artwork's there, and it's just as crappy as every one you, all the ones you've ever seen. <laughs> so I know it's original, but I think it might be like a prototype or something. I, I've always asked people, but nobody ever knows about the bubbles. No, every yeah. one I've ever seen has them. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend of mine not too long ago. Uh, he used to manage a bar in Louisville. His family owned it, so his his not his brother. It was two two two. The two brothers owned it, and their sons managed. So I, I guess that would make them cousins. One would do the weeks, and one yeah. would do the weekends. Yeah. Uh, he, he said, man, do you ever see any ice-cold beer? And I, I, he said, I'd love to have one. He said, I might go. He threw out a number, and I said, you better triple that. Wow. You're yeah. way off. You yeah, know, they're super expensive. They are super, super expensive. <laughs> yes. Yes, it, yes, yes. Like, I yeah. paid a lot for mine, and mine's easily the ugliest ice-cold beer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, seriously. Well, you know the, the curve on the very top, yeah. that, that real long curve? Yeah. I guess at some point somebody must have dropped it or damaged it, and so they took a jigsaw and they recurved it, fixed it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like this little tiny nub on both sides now, and it's just horrible. But I'd never get rid of it just because, I mean, it's still worth fortune even yeah. though it's destroyed has, has anybody ever knocked that thing off like and made a new version of it or even remade ice it? it was ice it ice it? ice yeah ice went through and they did it um i before i bought my original i almost bought an ice but i but i really can't stand the the look of it it just looks completely is, is the different. play field the same it is, is the i hear it is exact same it's got the same angle they said that it plays a lot similar okay i think the joysticks are different and um, I think it has a big, a bigger, maybe a DMD. It's got some kind of bigger, larger display in yeah. it. I yeah, say. yeah. It's that got a big sense. marquee on the top. It doesn't do the whole German waitress theme oh, anymore. Really? Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely not my favorite. And then uh, there was you've got uh, Zeke's Peak as yeah, well. I was going to say there was that other one. Yeah, Zeke's Peak. Thank yeah, you. Zeke's Peak. The there was yep. a, a guy actually here in Louisville recreating it. I have not heard of that. Yeah. What? And, what? And, yeah, and it was just yeah. Recreating ice cold beer. Just texted me a little bit ago. So, Recreating yeah. ice cold beer. Yeah, yeah. He he has a he made the play field and he's just running on like Arduino, I believe it was. Okay. Super. Oh, he's making himself stuff. like a one off. Correct. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. He was talking about doing like a different theme, of course, and because that was he didn't mention selling it. Okay, because that's Tato. But. Tito, Tito, whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, that was who. Originally I had in my mind it. for a minute, Mike. It was Williams, but no, it was no, Tato. no, yeah, it's Tato. But yeah, if you look at if you look at the inside of an ice cold beer, it's needlessly complex. Oh yeah, the bo- there's a board in it that would choke an elephant. Oh if really? I've worked. never seen inside of one. Oh yeah, don't. It's very scary. It's silly. Yeah, <laughs> it's, for what it's it does. Terrifying. You and it's mounted in there in such a way that there's no, it's no way humanly possible you could work on it. Yeah, it's it, mounted in the back vertically. It's oh, wow. yeah, so yeah. whenever I pull out the board and have to work on it, I have to just disconnect everything and just lean over like I'm tying my shoe and get the board out. Uh, but huh. it, it just scares me because I don't know anything about that board or that system or anything. So if it does go bad, it's going to not be fun. Well, yeah. you got you to gotta keep in mind that at that time in the industry, you were meant to throw that away exactly. when it broke. Yeah. yeah. Nobody thought that all these years later it would still be going. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, even crazy. The, like the lift bar, it's just held on with a pop rivet, and they'll pop out. Yeah. I mean, because you're, you know, they. It'll go till it makes its money. Yeah, and, then, and, it's and, then, gone. and back then the operators didn't care. They're like, "I made a fortune off this thing. I'll throw it away. It's because it's broken." And, yeah, you know, yeah. It, well, I'm assuming one of the reasons they're so hard to come by today is you can't convert that cabinet. Right, right. You so know, they probably yeah. a lot of them probably got scrapped yeah. over the it's, years. It's a yes. one shot, Charlie. 
out the door. Yep. Yeah. Now, was that one of the first Redemption games? Because it was 1985, and it's mine has a ticket spitter in it. I don't remember it having a ticket yeah, thing I, in it when it when it, somebody might have retrofit yours to do it. Maybe. I bet you they did because at the time it did not, from my memory. Okay. And I saw that game one. everywhere when it was new. Yeah. To be honest, I didn't even know what it, what that was until one time I brought the game here, and I guess during shipping it down yeah. here, you know. I opened it up and it was just a bird's nest of tickets <laughs> that had, had come loose, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I've got a, a ticket machine." I in won here. today. Yeah, yeah. 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 Here, little Johnny, do you want a spider ring over and win you some tickets on the beer game? <laughs> Absolutely. So, how, Mike, how did you end up? I think you've told us from Williams to Stern. All right, so a, it, it was a long path. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> You know, Were you dancing at any point in time? This no, is a family show, Mike. No, no, no. <laughs> so, no, but it was just a long path Like in the game industry. I've done. I've worked for a lot of places doing a bunch of different things. So I worked at Williams Valley Midway, which then Midway spun off and became its own company separate from WMS in the late 90s. But we were still kind of weirdly intertwined. It never really separated. Yeah, it, it didn't make any sense. Not not cleanly. It, they, yeah. st- they still yeah. shared restrooms in the building. Uh, yeah. Well, so the weird thing was, I, you know, I was a Midway employee and I worked in the WMS building, which was the pinball building, even though we were separate companies at that point. And when I was running the field test program for Midway Games, I also ran it for the pinball, but it was separate companies. And I was I was in Williams building. Yeah. And then Ken and Neil. For a while, where Neil was still in the pinball building, and Ken was in the video building, the Midway building. Uh, Ken was the vice president, and Neil was the CEO. Okay. Um, so anyway, I worked there until Midway exited the coin-op business in April of 2001. Then I did. I worked for a couple different studios doing video game design for consoles, like you know Xbox and PlayStation and whatnot. Yeah. I did that for almost 10 years, and then I bounced around from like. You know, not knowing what I was going to do. I didn't really want to do video games anymore. Um, I did some contract work for Raw Thrills because I needed money. And uh, those guys were... For, <laughs> those, I did some contract work. We're going to isolate that, Mike. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Like, uh, I did some contract work for, for Raw just Thrills. Raw Thrills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good drop you could use. You exactly. Know. Um, I'm thinking ringtone. Yeah, yeah. When, when, when I needed some work, those guys threw some work my way no, more yeah, than once. That's They're good. A yeah. great group of guys over there, super talented group. And again, guys that I worked with at Midway. Yeah. Um, I worked for Play Mechanics for a little bit doing like tech support, which wasn't my ideal position. So but again, I was they, given a job when I was unemployed and I needed. Yeah, and, and, and it helps. It totally helps. What is Play Mechanics? What do they manufacture? They do they do arcade games, and they're all they're a wholly owned subsidiary of Raw Thrills. Okay. So they do the Big Buck Hunter games as their biggest. Uh, oh, uh, I, I, that, oh, I see. I'm trying to. So that's the, that's the thing I they're most put known a with for. B. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they've done a bunch of other things. They did like that Terminator shooting Termi- game, Ter- Terminator Salvation. Salvation. Yeah, it was oh, just yeah. a really good game. It really they is. did an Alien game. They just did a motorcycle racing game, and they did a Walking Dead game too, which was doing really well. Um, so I worked there for a few years, and then Jersey Jack Pinball offered me a job, and so I left to go there because I always told myself after the console game thing, I don't want to do video games anymore. Yeah, I want if I'm going to stay in this industry, it's got to be pinball. Because that's where my true love was, and that was my exposure to games when I was five years old in the 70s. Uh, so I worked for Jersey Jack for about a year and a half. I left there because Stern offered me, a, 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 you know, they made it worth my while. To yeah, <laughs> I understand. I, I mean, And that, honestly, Stern was where I wanted to be anyway because, you know, they were the biggest game. They're, they're the major league of pinball. Oh, yeah. And I have many friends there that used to work with me at Williams Valley Midway. 
So when I went to Stern the first day, it just felt very comfortable. Like, yeah, this is like home and this is where I belong. Yeah. yeah. And it's been a wonderful couple of years so far. No, that, that's great. I, I mean, when you were at Jersey Jack, though, I mean, were you doing the same type of work that no, you're doing at Stern now? Not at all. Like okay. I was I built the Whitewoods and I did the cable design uh, for Jersey Jack. And I don't okay. do any of that at Stern. Like they hired me at Stern initially to do software testing. And then it quickly grew into like I run the field test program. I help with rule design. I come to these shows. Yeah. Like I do any number of things. Like because I enjoy doing it, and, and apparently I guess I was pretty good at oh, it. Oh yeah, it, and it's and it's needed on yeah. top of that. So yeah. my role quickly expanded, and I feel like I'm doing really good things there. I feel very appreciated. They treat me awesome. That's good uh, to hear. Yeah. We last saw you, which was in Nashville. You yeah. mentioned that if you see me on your if you if you as in you see yeah. you on your phone, I'm getting confused here. Yeah. Which person am I talking? into third what you were actually taking generally notes i was i take notes at these shows like we get these games you know we'll unbox them and set them up for play here and some you know with any manufactured part sometimes there's issues so i make notes of all this stuff and then i will so that way we can do better you know like here's things things something somebody missed this we got to be better at this yeah and also i will watch people play the games and i'll take notes about like Hey, nobody's understanding this rule, or you know, nobody knows what they're supposed to do at in this part of the game. So you know, I'll make those so again, so we can do better at communicating to the player what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah, I, I got you. No, that I mean that's great because that that makes me as a consumer feel like feel like the manufacturer cares about the product that I'm buying, and they care they care enough to make me want to buy again because if they're investing in it in in, in a cyclical man, uh, manner like that then that means the next one that I get is going to be better than the one that I just got. Yeah. yeah. And we all, you know, work really hard and a lot of long hours there and we're not doing it cuz we're getting filthy rich from putting in, you know, 10 plus hour days. It's yeah. Like we really love and are passionate about pinball like we're all this team is the team it is because we all love it so much and we just want to make the most fun games that we can make that we want people to enjoy for forever. Yeah. Jared, do you yeah, still it love works. it? Hauling games up and down steps? I do actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, very I, pensive for a moment. I will, <laughs> you always, <laughs> it's a tough one it to answer. It depends on how many broken games I have yeah. <laughs> at the time. I, uh, I get that. But uh, no, I, I still do love it. Uh, I, I definitely don't play as much as I used to. Um, I, but like we said earlier, I enjoy fixing more than I do playing. Uh, I just enjoy that that whole puzzle process. Yep. So, I mean, have you found the, I guess the the improvements in in technology? I mean, if you just look under a stern game of today versus like um, one of the one of the later Sam games like ACDC or something like that. I mean, I, I flip open my Ghostbusters and I flip open my ACDC and they are worlds apart from each other technology wise. Yeah. I mean, I mean. Have you, have you found that the improvement in technology has translated to reliability on the floor, or, they or is all, it every system has their pros and cons? Okay, fair enough. Every system, you know, um, I I've always heard don't ever operate a system eighty, but that was those have been some of my most reliable games. Oh, and, and there's some really fun ones. They really too. are. Yeah. I absolutely love them. Um, but I mean, so so how so how does that how does that misconception? get out there if you're i mean if you're saying it's some of the some of the most reliable games i mean surely everybody can't be wrong but it sounds like not everybody was right either there's the chance that i'm really smart which i don't think that's the case i don't don't know jared i mean (laughs) i uh, I mean dude you just paid me the 50 bucks so i mean you know (laughs) we're good maybe maybe there's uh 
I, maybe I'm just getting really lucky with my games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, there's a lot of things that you can do well, to make your game more reliable. So, like, whenever I have a System 80, the first thing I'll do is I'll buy uh, the 5-volt reproduction board for it because that was apparently the biggest issue with System 80s was the 5-volt little tiny board. Uh, and you get a reproduction. I think they were like 60 bucks, So it wasn't much at all. Is that the little board that's real close to the... the yeah. The, um uh, like there's a big heat sink on, on huge it. Huge heat sink, yeah. yeah, and it's and it's got a voltage regulator okay. on it and a potentiometer that apparently goes bad from heat. So that's like the first thing I'll do, and and I do that with a lot of my games. I'll, I know you with, know what the weak spots are. I know where the weak spots are, and, and I and I find my way around. You know, um, like well, see that that's what makes me worry a little bit about some of the new Stern games, where you know when are we going to get to the point of you're just Swapping whole, well, pretty much now with the MPU that, or whatever the modern Perlon says, it, yeah. you you have to swap it unless you're doing surface mount. That, I mean, that that's that's not entirely true because there's you know transistors that drive the coils and stuff on the node boards that you get there through holes just like oh, they are they? Were. Okay. Yeah. So yes, there are surface mount stuff, and I don't have the skills to change that. There's people out there that do. Yeah. I yeah. will never be one of those people, and sometimes it's easier to swap a board. Um, now I've had to do one node board like on on a Ghostbusters and a, some, the early run they had a problem which got quickly sorted out. Yeah. The flasher over by the library would blow the node board. Yeah, and there's a, some drivers on it. Now they're all surface mount though. Yeah, yeah. But the node board, even if you bought it, was just a couple dollars. Yeah, it, I mean they're not they're not super cheap, but they're not like break the bank expensive yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. Um, but down the road when you can't get them, I guess I guess we start learning to do yeah. surface mount, which is. I mean, it's just like anything else. You you never do it till you do it. Yeah. And, and I'm sure there's just going to be better tools for it. Yeah. So, like, even now, it's going to be a lot more difficult to switch a regular transistor with a soldering iron versus a desoldering gun. Yeah. You know? and they're just going to be specialty tools. Uh, but, like, on Stern, the inserts are those little LED boards, those little tiny oh, ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I like those. Um, and I think that those would be easy to, let's say... 50 years in the future, you can't find those. I think that that would be something easy to replicate. Oh, for, yeah, that for sure you'll be yeah. able to go. Something like that. Right, right. And, and historically, the pinball collector community has always found a way. Figures it out. And oh, I mean, yes. look, look at all the, like you said, like the System 80 right. and, you know, the WPC and the System 11 stuff. Uh, you know, people remade the remanufactured boards to make those games work and they changed some things. You know, they're not you know, exact replicas, but, but you can better. buy this board. Yeah, a lot of times they're better. They're better, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the, again, the community will find a way if we no longer offer note boards, yeah. but that's not in any short-term plan or long-term plan that I'm aware of. Oh, that's we, good. Well, we're, Spike 2 is our system. That's what we're making games on. Yeah. So there's going to be boards for years to come because we're still making new Spike games. Yeah. Well, yeah. it, it, and I think modern manufacturing today makes it super easy to, if you just need another thousand of Spike 2 boards, yeah. you can get those sourced because you've got everything digital, you've got everything exactly. ready they, to submit, bill yeah. of materials and all that. And, uh, you know, something, you know, a crate floats over from a yeah. boat in China and you've got a thousand more <laughs> Spike 2 boards and that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. I, I do love the Spike system, though. Uh, I do, too. Whenever, like, I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. The first time I opened it up, and I was in service mode, and I didn't notice the LEDs dimming down. Yeah. And I was like, where the heck's the light at? <laughs> you know? 
because they're they're super bright LEDs that are built onto the actual MPU. I know it's it's and, crazy. And yes, you can completely customizable. There for the longest time, I think our first two Sterns that were actually at high score were. Uh, let's see, we had uh, the Deadpool and the uh, Star Wars that were on the Spike system. And whenever we were taking photos, the photos always looked like crap. They were the the back glasses were always really washed yeah, out and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, I finally I got a complaint from uh, one lady. She was a short woman. And she said, "I can't play the game because I get a real bad reflection." Mm-hmm. And so I walked over there and I kind of hunched down to about her height. And sure enough, it was a horrible reflection. But I started getting into the actual menu, and there's ways to dim down the the back glass. LED oh, lights. Yeah. So, oh man! And so yeah. it's really nice. So yeah, it, and, and there's settings to do it for the attract mode. Correct. Yeah. Um, and also for while a game is being played, a separate setting so you can dim it really See, low. Yeah. And I'm telling you that is awesome. It and is. I did not know that yeah. because on Sam games, uh, you would I, I, there was like a, a small a, third party seller that would actually sell replacement replacement backboard uh, back box lights for Sam games that would auto dim oh, yeah. during the game. And then uh, back when uh, track mode, it would they would actually fire back up and, and become a lot brighter. So I mean that's fantastic. I I will I'll have to go look that up. I mean I've yeah. just not cruised through the menu to that depth to, to see that. That's I mean but that's all. Awesome. Were Sam games were they fluorescent tubes or yes, were they they were fluorescent? Tubes. So yeah, how but would you do and then that? well and then you, we switched you, them to you, LED tubes you, closer sw- to switch the end. Them, switch them to LED. You'd yeah. pull the fluorescent out and put in an LED that had a two-stage light cycle oh, on it. Oh, okay. To where when when the game when you'd plunge or hit, you know when you'd plunge and put the first ball in, the back glass would dim. You know the, the back box lights would dim down, and then as soon as it go back into a track mode, it would brighten back oh, up. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it's super nice. But yeah, you have to get rid of that fluorescent tube altogether. Okay. All right. yeah. yeah. Yep. But the design now is just great because it's all on the board. You know, you don't have to yeah. worry about any extra. I mean, I, that saved thirty foot of wire. You know, just little things like that that really make. It I, I've noticed that on some of the newer Spike games where you can control individual coils. I guess, and it's up to however the developer codes the game which right. coils. Yeah. But it tends to be if you've got a coil that will give you a straight down the middle. Say it's coming out of a saucer or something. Yeah. They'll let you tune that uh, to the game because every game's a little different, you know. And does it? So yeah. I've had to do that cool. on my Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. So I noticed um, every now and then, whenever I auto launched the ball, it would go up and hit the three targets and immediately drain down the center. Yeah. And then whenever the it auto launched the next one, it would do the exact same thing. And so I've had to do it where I've increased the the power to it. So now it actually goes to the left flipper. Yeah. So having the ability to change that, it's it's pretty good because, like you said, every game's different. And we've different. Got, we've gotten a lot better at that very recently. And you know, when we've done updates to some of the more recent games, you know, like your like Guardians and Aerosmith mm-hmm. um, and Kiss, we've added more adjustments for yes. those things yes, based yes. on the fact that people have been asking for them. Yeah. Um, and now that the hardware platform's open enough, you can you can do that. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so. I'm sorry, go, go, go I was ahead. Say, the one thing that, that surprises me that I haven't seen more of is, and this may be an LE type thing, is in the Playfield video, because when Spike debuted with WWE... WWE was the first was the first Spike 1 game. And then it was a DMD, right? Correct. And, but it, the LE had a small screen in game yes, on the Playfield. on the Playfield, yeah. And then that... T- 
technology jumped into starting to produce or re, uh, replace the DMDs with the LCD. And well, that the LCD came like the full size one that we have now. Yep. Started, was started with Spike Two. Okay. Oh, so, okay. All right. So all the Spike One systems, and I think there's only like four of them. Yeah. They were all DMDs. Yeah. For the display, and then when, when we made the jump to LCD, that's, oh, okay. that's when Spike, Spike Two came in. Yeah. And okay. Batman was the first Spike Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm still surprised that there hasn't been more smaller, you know, c- kind of almost like roller coaster tycoon. Where you've got the counter or monopoly. Is oh monopoly? yeah, yeah. Monopoly had a counter. Yeah. 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 It's just a little. It's just a little LED segment display. But it's yeah, just... Monsters LE and Premium have a little LED. Oh okay. Ti- like timer display yeah, it's, and it's, the mini playfield. I yeah. haven't played. I haven't played a Premium. I played a Pro quite a bit, but not yeah. a Premium. Yeah, yeah. Although so, we haven't shipped the Premiums yet, but the LEs are out there. In fact, there's two at the show. Yeah. There's yeah. There's one, one in the free play me, section. And then, then Trent's charging money for one out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to the Premiums, though. I will say that they, they look fantastic. Oh, That's yes. my favorite of the three. Yes. That black. And you have far. to see it in person because it looks really sharp. I yeah. bet it does. I, I'm still thinking on the premium. Uh, I, I do. I love the theme, Monsters. Uh, I played the Pro, but I need to play the LE so I can actually see like the lower play field. Yeah. Because on, on that game, I, I wouldn't get the Pro on it. I would definitely spring the, for the premium. It's That little mini play field's a lot of fun. Man. It looks like it. And at one point when you're in Monster Madness, you have multi-ball going on both play fields simultaneously. Oh, yeah. And you have separate buttons to control the flippers on the little play field. So there's four flipper buttons on that game. Yeah, so you've you got up and down going. So yeah. It's like, yeah. So it's like on, multi-ball in Haunted House. On, on the yeah. Premium, yes, exactly. On yeah. the premium LE... I know on the pro to the right and the left about midway up the play field where you've got the on the right it's you got Lily inserts mm-hmm. yeah and on the left it's uh, Dragula Dragula yeah so I can understand this on the left yeah. there's a big paddle I mean it's yeah it's, yeah, it's a it's a big that was but that regardless of what the internet will tell you that's always been the design from day one on that game was to have those big targets what was it really now is, I, is that is I that swear an accessibility life of my family no 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 yeah. that's <laughs> awesome is that an accessibility thing for newer players or how, how does that go mike part, part, mostly yeah i mean they, they really wanted to have targets that that people could hit because go play kiss and aerosmith i can guarantee and even batman there's uh there's targets on those target banks that you just don't hit. You just don't and, hit. And yeah. Th- you know there's like uh there's a little helper rule if you hit the one next to it as neighbor it'll light the one you know. <laughs> yeah. But like <laughs> is that what you guys call those helper rules? Yeah. Really? Yeah, kind of. I've noticed that before. That's cool. I didn't realize that was. And in the we're code. not. Yeah. It's not okay. To us. I mean that that happened in the nineties too. Yeah. So like you that. hit the neighboring target and it'll light. Yeah. And, and, that is and crazy. Like T two does that. So so T2 if you, does so do if, you, it, if yeah. you're minus if if you got all of them lit and let's say you're minus quote unquote the the impossible one then. You'll it'll, get the helper and get the ball. It'll help you, yeah. Yeah, and it okay. depends on the designer. That's not always the case. Yeah, sometimes you get them doing the hard way, but um, some of them are just so real, so hard to hit that nobody would ever see the feature. Okay. So you got to help them out. So, Kiss is a good example. Like on each t- of those two target banks, there's one letter you're always struggling to get. Yeah, and eventually you hit it, but like. I can't tell you how many times it's like the why. It just becomes monotonous, doesn't it? Right. Okay. The the Dragula one I could see because you were you. There's too many letters to have individual targets. (laughs) It's a long word, isn't it? And then the Lily, I was like, put put a couple stand-up targets there. Yeah, but again, the the why on Lily would be the one that you would never hit unless he got a lucky bounce off of a sling. Okay. Okay. I'd have to look at it much closer. Okay. Not having to focus on it, having, I'd have to pay much. No, but I mean, it makes sense. I'm an advanced player, and when I first saw those things, I thought they were brilliant. 
because I'm like, I'll hit that thing four times, and I'm guaranteed I'm going to be able to see that feature. You're going to mow down. And, and, yeah. you know, and part of the Munster's design was they wanted casuals to be able to understand it and have fun. And we're, so that's another reason, like, casuals will be able to hit that thing and see a feature that they probably wouldn't get if they had to pick them off one by one. Yeah, yeah. Now, have we seen those big targets before? I feel like I've seen it in a game before, but I couldn't pinpoint uh, it. I guess the closest thing would be the fuel target on Metallica. Okay. <clears throat> that was a, a wide, like, okay. that, it was yeah. very and that's, similar. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. We have one yeah. of those on Yeah, and Guardians. And it's pretty accessible, too. Had it too. Yeah, Guardians had that like that kind of thing on the left, and that's how you spell Guardian. Okay. Yeah. Or I think that's what it was So spelled. in all the trim levels... Even the lily's going to be that big. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. All, right. All right. No, I mean, is, is, I've, I've seen yeah. some people are like, why didn't they do drop targets? Um, drop targets at that angle, just on the side, are not fun to hit. Yeah. Drop targets are fantastic. Like play the play the Beatles. The drop targets are are, are super fun because because, because they're because of open where they're placed. And, they're open and head on. Yeah. But yeah. when they're on the far sides of the play field, they're not very fun to hit. I, I get that. Perfect yeah, example I can see of that, that is uh, like on Space Shuttle. You know those three that are up there underneath yep. the ramp. Yeah. It's just not fun. Yeah. It's no, just not a luck at all. Thing. Yeah. You it's have, total luck. You, you uh, either have to just bounce it through the ramp, or you just total luck. Yeah. Or you just get the perfect shot where you can graze them. Yeah. Like, the, the, and they break a lot, too, because you're hitting them on the side. Yeah. Yeah. At an angle, like yeah, with force. Like the ones on Iron Maiden, the three the, that are up there That on the position right. was great, actually, because you could sweep them, and, and yeah. they made a rule out of it. So that position. But Maiden. it's also near the middle. It's not at the far yeah. It's not at the far left and the far right. You so, talk about on Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah. Iron Maiden, where Keith put em. that, you can sweep them, and it was brilliant. Like, that's where they can be at that, you know, sideways and be really good. Yeah. But. But that bank is near the middle of the play field. It's yeah. accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the, yeah, it's the open. Iron Maiden skill shot is, is probably one of my favorites. Which uh, one? Because there's like four well, of them. Oh, yeah, there. you're right. Um, well, it's that one specific target that has the the light that points down. It's got oh, the, the dome. Yeah, the orb. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love that. So there, there's I have a skill my own, shot I have on my, the orb? I have my own skill shot in Iron Maiden, by the you way. You do? Yeah, there's an MXV skill shot. So oh, I, now, now, please tell. And, and after you do, I, I do want to say I've got a I've got a question from the chat. If that's okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the Iron Maiden, the, the somebody has found it already. Did so. you know this brand? MK, no. Yeah, so, okay. So there's the no, super skill shot where you hold it. the yeah. flip left right. flipper in and you plunge halfway to feed that upper that little upper flipper and you make the super jackpot target. Right. So it starts like that, but. Be, but when you do the halfway plunge to the little flipper, you have to do that upper loop and then the super jackpot target, and you get the MXV skill shot. Oh. And it's really hard to do. Super, super, super yeah. secret skill shot. <laughs> so when, when it was a Whitewood and I was playing in Keith's office, I did that a bunch of times. I'm like, you got to make that a skill shot. So he's like, well, go talk to Rick, and if Rick wants to put it in, then we'll give you a skill shot in my game. <laughs> that is so cool. And then I was super honored to have my own skill shot in the game. Yeah, no, that's... And it says my initials when you do it. Oh, so that's that sweet. Super skill shot. It makes me super skill yeah. shot. That's awesome. So what's your chat question? Okay, chat question. Jared, if you don't mind, I want to. Can I rotate you out? Yep, absolutely. Okay. I got to get going anyway. Was the, unless the chat question was for Jared. No, 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 no. <laughs> the only thing is, Jared, don't leave without Thanks, giving me chat. my. Don't leave without giving me my fifty bucks, okay? <laughs> you got right. to catch me. <laughs> so, so Mike, the the chat question is. Um, the question is around, I guess, the, the Spike 2 system. Uh -huh. And they say, um, is it true or are there any plans for Stern to essentially open source the hardware specs so that people can program special code for, for those games? That I don't know the answer to because that's, okay. that's out of my jurisdiction. Okay. I'm not, you know, I don't really work so much with the hardware. Um, that would be a question for like a, you, get the, a, you know, somebody way higher on the food chain than me because I really don't know. Okay. No, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, 
it, it, the interesting thing, um, if, if you watch those games boot, Spike 1 and Spike 2, you... You, you know what's going on underneath from an OS perspective, Linux and everything like that, because you, you just, it, it just feels that way. Sure, And, yeah. and so, um, so yeah, it, it seems like it would lend itself to that. Uh, so, anyway, that was the question. So, yeah, I yeah, appreciate you fielding that. Thank you. You, you got him all cabled up? Yeah, you point to me, and I'm actually sneaking a snack. Oh, sorry, I'm a, sorry I'm about that. I'm over chewing like I'm a like I'm a chipmunk, and he's like, "And <laughs> not a Brent, thank you." What a pain. Well, <laughs> well, it were it just works that way, you know. So, but no, Mike, I'll tell you, we've we've had several several folks in chat, you know, and and uh, appreciate you answering the question. Oh, so, sure. Yeah. I, I mean. It comes up, and, and fortunately, everybody's been real good about not asking next theme and right, you know, right. it, it question, questions like that. But, I mean, do you guys get a lot of, I mean, do you get a lot of flack from you know folks like at the shows that are that are playing and asking questions like the paddle on monsters? And I mean, do, do people really seem to care out here in the public, or is it truly just the the trolling of the internet that yeah. really brings that stuff out? I found seriously. So, I mean, yeah, no, it, no, no, I mean, seriously. Well, I looked at it, and I'll be honest with you, Mike. I yeah. thought on the Lily side, yeah. I said, oh, what? they just cheaped out. It absolutely, had nothing to do with money. And. and and if I go back and look at it, and if, and I trust you 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you can't make the why, I was like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. It's not meant to be makeable. Right, it's right. Well, yeah. I mean, I, hearing this, I'll look at Munsters again, yeah. and, and it will then gel with me better and say, I get that. I get that now. That that makes sense, and I won't, I won't kind of penalize it because of what I've heard or assumed. And, yeah, and that's yeah. great. So when I come to these shows, like, it's really nice and refreshing because I don't get a lot of the. I rarely will ever get a guy going, "Hey, where's the code?" Or, um, yeah. or like you guys cheaped out and put a big bar target on the lily instead of drops because you were trying to, you know, save fi- save five dollars. Only yeah. only goofy podcasters say yeah. that. <laughs> but I will. But you know, it's no secret. Like we're a for-profit company. Like the oh, reason yes. why yeah, we're oh, in yeah, business yeah. is because like. We make games to you know, and that that need to make a profit yes. in order for all of us to keep making games for everybody. Yes, exactly. It's like you know, there's other companies that maybe aren't making a profit, and they've got somebody funding them, or they're still starting up, and they're you know. Yeah. And but like for to to last in the business, I mean, you know, I worked at Williams Valley Midway. They made more profit than anybody historically, like ever in the business, you know. And they went away, so yeah. Um, so anything is subject to anything. Correct. Yeah. Yes. But I mean. You know, to stay in business, you have to make money. I mean, it's well, the same you know, thing at Starbucks. It's the same thing at McDonald's. It's the same thing at the mom and pop shop down the street, like the mom and pop bookstore, right? I yeah. looked at the yep. w- when Stern moved away from the old lockdown bar assembly. Yeah, I was like, man, this is. Uh, and and once I looked at it for like ten seconds, and I'm like, why didn't they do this two decades ago? I, I and feel get rid that of way. all that crazy. I yes. feel that way now. So when they first changed, I did not work at Stern, and I, but I got like a Stern Star Trek Pro when it came out, and it was like the first game I had that had that new style lockdown bar. And I just hated change because I'm old and set in my ways and used yeah. to something. So I'm like, <laughs> oh man, this sucks. Yeah. And then honestly, within a few weeks of going into another thing, I, I ended up liking it so much better because you don't have to adjust those things to make them sit yep. flush. They get a clean, flat. Yep. They sit there perfectly every little, time. Every there's time. A, there's a little. There's just like on the control panel for an arcade. Exactly. There's it's enough a, flex in it where it'll take it. I don't know yeah. why somebody. I don't know why Williams didn't do that in the '90s. Like it's. It was brilliant because it's. There's no adjustment. It, it's always so, working. So yeah. we had another. We have a, another guest that slid in in Jared's place. Trent, slide up there to the mic so we can hear the dulcet tones of Trent of Arcade. 
Yeah, it's all going. Uh, can y'all hear me pretty good out there, I guess? <laughs> yeah, just just you speed gotta, up to it just a little you bit more. You gotta love it. You yeah. gotta, you gotta love make it, love to this. Is yes, that, there you go. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're on it now. You know, Trent keeps right. saying he wants to challenge me to a game to win win a prize, and then he runs away. That's, oh, that's I'm absolutely like, not true. Oh, I definitely like, pick, will be you. I'm not I'm worried like, about pick it. Pick the game. <laughs> you probably will. He got. What time did you come in last night, Mike? I came in yesterday. I landed about uh. A little before five. I okay, guess. so you were here. I know Trent got suckered in to help and stand up the the Marco booth. I was on my way out, and Trent was over there. <laughs> oh yeah, I was here till God. It had to be almost eleven o'clock last night. Was we were it? setting this thing up, and we weren't done. We finished it today. Yeah, that was that's quite a project, by the way. Yeah. How did you, I don't want to know how you got suckered into it. I, I don't want to know. Uh, I was hanging out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> With we, your hands in your pockets, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We, yes. we appreciated the help. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm not even really obligated to help them set up the booth, but I do it because I love all those guys. But yeah. I won't lift anything heavy. So. Yeah. <laughs> those, those guys are really well, you, good. You, so. you do have, I can't, though. Yeah. yeah, we've all got a back to protect, I do, so I, I get that. I, yeah, I have a really bad spine, so I can't okay. do it anyway. But like, yeah. I've been going to these shows for a long time, and I, I usually love to uh, hang out and, and help people any way I can because it's like the the pinball community is pretty cool and it's like a big family when you show up at these shows. So yeah, I it, try to it help is out. very nice. Yeah. Like the, the, it's a good group of folks in general. Like people like to help each other. I, they, just, I, they just like to have fun and play games. D- during everybody s- likes this. All we're all here for the same reason. Yeah, during absolutely. setup, when every you know, it's generally the the closer knit group of the collectors and the people that are in that community. Man, you get more handshakes and hugs. And, and then once I finally got rid of Kayla Hernandez, it was just a normal day. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Poor Kale. Now I will say this. I will say this. I, I caught Where's your Kale, hands at Kale. I, I, I caught Kale coming out of the out of the men's room, and oh. uh, and I did say Kale. Gotta gotta have you on tomorrow. So you should have we'll, Rachel we'll sure. on too. Like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 She's, she's a fantastic lady, and she's got good stories to tell. Well, Mark, well, I'm sure we'll be able to pull her over when we pull Kayla. Yeah, yeah. Mark was over earlier and brought us some kind of the, these. I don't know what you call these. These snazzy, like they're. I don't have a phone in mine. I got my badge in mine. Do you have one? Trent's got, got his. I got phone the in, phone in mine. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, right on. it's like a lanyard, and then it's. It holds your business cards. It, it holds business cards, and then it, it wraps around your phone, so you can carry your phone with you. And uh, I mentioned to Mark, I was like, you know, send them over. We'll, uh, we had, and I apologize because we hadn't had time get, because of our setup to go yep. over there and actually talk with them. You know, we in Nashville we got to see them a lot. Yeah. yeah. Here we got a we've got a booth, and I mean, you can see the wonderful you know spread here. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the really chaos impressed. Of no, this is excellent. Like I was really impressed. Like yeah, you have four microphone technology. You got yeah. a Nice big mixing board. This is really cool. You you it takes a lot to set up and computers. go. Yeah. Well, you didn't notice yeah. the 80s vintage Onkyo receiver running. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but that's excellent. <laughs> that's how you get that clear audio. But well, the Onkyo. We had, yes. We actually have like a, a, a no bulging caps there, man. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a PV amp in uh, a little PA system, and it, the first year we tried to use it, it just didn't work out. Yeah. It wasn't working right, and I didn't have time to, to sort it out. And this has just always worked. So it just every year I shrink wrap it, put it back on the shelf, and then I bring it out and open it up here, and it just – this is literally – the receiver I had in my bedroom when I was in high school. That's awesome. And it works just, and it's in the mix with all this modern technology. So anyway. a lot of extension cording going on. Speaking that, of modern technology, sure. how's yes. this for a, a transition? Okay, Trent, do it. Why are you sitting here gracing us with your presence? Well, what do you do? Well, I uh, build a multi-cade arcade cabinets uh, just for these shows. It's, it's more of a side gig for me. Uh, they got over uh, 3,000 games loaded on them. And it just, uh, the nostalgia of it's really what brought me into this whole uh, 
arcade show, mm-hmm. and they, uh, they they just it's just a side hobby, and I like doing it, and, and it brings a lot of cheer to people because you can't own all these games. It's just you can't. Well, some people find. don't have the space for it, exactly. One or two oh, games. oh, you can yeah. tr- you can try. Oh, you can definitely yeah. try. I've you tried. Can try. I'm running out. It's, it's running. It's overflowing into my kitchen now. That's yes. how big of a hobby it is, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and the girlfriend doesn't really like it that much. So I, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> so these, you know, they're small, compact. I've got a couple units. Uh, it, it's just they're really cool, and I, I enjoy it, and, and it really brings a lot of happiness to people. So, so tr- uh, you you say compact. Your you, the units you generally make are, I guess you call that bar top. Yeah, with we, and with uh, two sticks and layout, so you can play Pac Man or fight fighting games. Yeah, you can do. Yeah, you have your your Pac Man. Your uh, then you got your uh, your like your Galaga style games on there, and then you also have uh, your your fighters, like you said, your sticks. It's they and they all come with competitions, joysticks and buttons, Sanwa. It's uh, we don't cheap, we don't go cheap on the buttons and stuff, but you know. Well, uh, hey, it, it, it <laughs> just do makes it, it because this is we want a good product. And, yeah, and it, it is a little bit pricey, uh, but it's because we 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 only we only do this for you know for these shows and and we can do it and then we got a pretty good price market on it too. So do you do ones with trackballs and spinners too or no? We have, but it just to keep the price down, it's almost impossible yeah. to, to do that. I mean, we have done them, but it's just not really worth it. It's just a lot of work that goes into it, and like so, this is a side thing for us. So. Right. On. So, and talk about the the new thing that you've got. So, generally, what I've seen, you have a standalone unit. It looks like a mini cab with kind of an extended control panel, uh-huh. and then you fit what a uh, a twenty one inch monitor. Or something. That's in actually there? yeah. It, it's a nineteen. Nineteen. Inch, okay. Um, and now the, that's to keep the size down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you can't do widescreens if not, it's going to be too big for a bar top gotcha. in general. So then the new thing you've got is just like a, a, a standalone. I don't know if you've been over to this booth yet, Mike. And I have not. No. It's a it's like a stand uh, the control panel deal that you plug in HDMI to any any TV. We just we call it a console. It's uh, two joysticks, six buttons on each side. Um, it's got a start and select button at the top, and what it is, it hooks up to any TV with HDMI on it. And the you know the audio comes out through HDMI just like like any other device. So do you, would. do you give them more than do you provide an HDMI cable? Is I it, do provide. So is it like four inches? So you have to like sit right up in the middle of it, old school style. <laughs> we, we provide. Dude, it. this looks like crap on my 55 inch TV. I can't I can't see the other side of the maze. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And my, no. my retinas hurt. <laughs> no, we, we give you a 15 foot HDMI cable. It's actually the power cable is what we we chimp on, man. It's only a six foot power cable. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can plug that in behind you on the wall. Yeah. The side of the room. Most people yeah. have those extension cords sitting around the house. Exactly. And, and in in buckets. Yep. The, yes. The best thing about that unit is it's portable, and you can hide it when you're done with it. You don't have to worry about taking up space. You throw it under your couch. You throw it anywhere, you in a closet or whatever. Um, if you have, like, a projector at home, it works really good because you, you project it on your wall. And it's, I mean, width-wise, it's about the width. That, like, if you took two typical, like, uh, laptops or, uh, or what is that, Whitney? That's a MacBook? Yeah, yeah. And set them side MacBook by Pro. side. Yeah. It's about that wide. Yeah, I'd say it's I'd say it's about like two MacBook Pros. And, and it's about side. as thick as a, as a modern laptop closed. Yeah. You know, so it's not like you're trying to play on and some huge deck. it's super, super light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's it's running, uh, I don't know if people out there, it's the Raspberry Pi is what it's running. So, you know, that's a really small circuit board in there that runs it, runs on a little Linux, you know, Raspberry Pi, so it's, it's well, the nothing pro- in there. The, the deal with the, uh, with you buy it as a kit. Whitney and I have talked about this a lot. That's the price of admission there. Right. You know, right. you don't have to source all the pieces. You, right. You've done all. I've the, done all the hard work for you. Yeah. So it's uh, it's pretty much plug and play at this point. Uh, you're not paying for really the software. You're paying for my time to actually put these things together. Yeah. And those, those units are real cheap. So <laughs> So which uh, contact information, man? 
We're, we're, you got a website, email I, address, I, carrier pigeon, mail I've stop. Got, actually, I got the carrier pigeon. We just what's started your, last what, week. Who are you on AOL? Yeah, what's your keyword? <laughs> Uh, you can your find my, your do, do, you have a, do you have a GeoCities uh, website? <laughs> yeah, exactly. GeoCities, uh, definitely GeoCities. Uh, no, we have a, we have a What's website. your web ring? Are you on a web ring? <laughs> I, want a Mike, I want a Mike and Trent's web yeah, ring. I, I want to know. So do you have a subreddit? And on top we of that, have which, a Reddit, for what, sure. what's, your, what's your CompuServe keywords as well? <laughs> yeah. Actually, we still pay AOL, so we got the an AOL email. Yeah. No, not a joke. <laughs> You've got mail. I love it. You know, hey, why not? Uh, no, we have a website. It's uh, arcademachine.com. It's actually R, not actually A-R. It's R-C-A-D-E, machine.com. Uh, you can go there, check it out. And we also have a Facebook page. Same thing. Just search us, Arcade Machine. And uh, we have the email address is arcademachine at gmail.com. And that's R-C-A-D-E. Yep. Arcade. Sweet. Yep. Thank you. All right, man. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I can hear the band cranking up yeah we're, we're, we're gonna lose our we're, we're gonna lose our ambience here fairly yeah, soon for sure. yeah it's gonna roll over yeah. us and, and, and mike we did not get to talk marvel tonight so well, we're gonna have to have you tomorrow. back oh, oh yeah yes. well we gotta oh, keep something yes. in who, who was up here or oh it was you it, it was, was me yeah 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 you had so, to stop us they, get into, they start getting into this animated conversation oh, yeah. and Dude, i'm like i start bouncing in my seat yeah. because if i find somebody that'll talk that, that will oh, talk yeah. marvel with me i'm I'm in. And I stopped him. I'm like, this is perfect. We can talk about this on the show. Yeah, and then I'm the, I don't know, I know nothing about the series. So oh I'm, the per, I'm the perfect person oh, to man. play. Oh, oh my gosh, man. I, I've invested way too much time in Marvel. And the thing about it is, I regret none of it. Yeah. I'm just ready to invest more. <laughs> you know? I'm so I'm so thankful for these plane, you know, rides I take to these shows that I, you know, I have an iPad where I'll yeah. I'll download the oh yeah the you know I'll save them for these flights. You know, yes, so yes. I started watching Punisher se- uh, season two just yesterday on the flight here. Yeah, it's I mean, short flights. I only got one episode in. But, it works, man. But I, man, no, it just went by in a snap of my fingers. Yeah, I've got a I, I run Plex at my house and I've got a Plex lifetime pass and so I just sync everything to my iPad and yeah. then man, it's just seasons I've got handy to go. You know, it's awesome. So Jim Hale wants to know if Onkyo has a, a presence on GeoCities. I, I'm, no. <laughs> he didn't ask that specifically. I kind of munched those together. But. Well, the question, the question was coming. I know that yeah, for a yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the fact the fact is, Trent, you never did give us our uh, your CompuServe keywords, man. Yeah. So uh, I was kind of bummed about that. Uh, it's Arc- just Arcade Machine. Oh, okay. Fair I thought enough, I did, but okay. maybe, I, maybe I left that out. No, Sorry. fair enough. I might not have heard it because I was looking for your GeoCities site. Oh, so, yeah. You know. Actually, I think I stopped paying GeoCities. I'm oh, sorry did about you? that. Oh, yeah. Was that free? I've been, <laughs> o- I've been over here all this time. Yeah. This is It's crazy. But you so, can, oh, I say. No, like you can I said, find the, me on MySpace. It's fine. Oh, okay. yeah. Fair enough. All right. I, yeah, I, I found you. I'll, the, I'll follow you on Instagram. I know the band's about ready to, to, to spin up, and I'm yeah. looking at our counter. They're about ready to shut us down okay, anyway. Okay, fair, fair so enough. So I want to remind everybody that we are going to also live stream from here, live from the uh, floor of the Louisville Arcade Expo 2019. Yep. Saturday night, tomorrow night, starting again at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. And we'll have uh, hopefully some new faces and hopefully some old faces. Well, ah. that's, that came out terrible. Sorry, Mike. No, sorry. <laughs> I do have an old face. <laughs> we'll I'm, have some I'm, new friends and some I'm, old friends. Yeah, How about that? I've accepted it. It's okay. <laughs> well, you know, It's I, a very I, distinguished face. I that. You out earlier and said you started the industry at six, but yeah. you just you ignored it. So no, yeah, yeah. I can't. I appreciate that. I can lead you to water. I was, yeah, I was a lot older than six. Yeah. <laughs> well, in no. a way, I kind of did because the first time I ever played, went to an arcade, I was five years old and it was just pinball. There were no video games yet. Yeah, so you were actually more right than you know. And fair enough. Yeah. That, hap- that better, happens better more often than, good. than I realize. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. To get you back on, and then get Kale, and, yeah. and to get yeah, get everybody on that. That'll be but awesome. He's got to sit so. over there because he's handsy. 
He's gonna. You gotta watch Kale, man. Yeah, he oh, gets yeah, real yeah. hands. Oh, he's, sure. oh, he's oh get, yeah. He's got happy hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. And he, right. he, went, he needs to sit, actually needs to sit an extra brand. I would like to see that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm gonna scoot this cart further that way. <laughs> That's hilarious. So. <laughs> it works. It works. All right, now, gentlemen. Thank you, guys. Gentlemen, thank you for sitting right, in with for us. We, me. we really pleasure. appreciate it. Yeah, we will talk Marvel tomorrow. Sounds good. Faux show. All right, thank you guys. All right, everybody out there in uh, in listening land, we certainly appreciate it. And uh, Brent, we did have Sean and Sharon O'Shea join in, and we just want to say, Sean, we love you, Sharon. We love you. We miss you guys. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, get to see you soon. Uh, Jim, Daniel, everybody else who, who made it on, thank you so much for listening. And well, I know we had quite a few listeners out we there. We did, and, we did. Uh, it was few, awesome. A few that were pitching in in the chat. Whitney, oh yeah, it was can, rolling good. I, I'm I'm over here monitoring the board and everything and keeping all the PCs. Yeah, running. I, I was running. I was rolling with the chat. And Whitney so. takes care of the chat, so thank yeah. you for doing that, Whitney. It's all good. No, Brent, thank you for making us sound so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and this so it, this show will come out just like uh, all the prior years. We will uh, uh, send this out in our normal stream, so everyone yep. will get to listen to it again. And uh, folks that haven't heard it, you know, they'll will bless their ears. Yes, with and, our and you know, tone. And you know something, I had somebody come up to me uh, earlier this afternoon, Brent, and said, "Why aren't you guys on Spotify? I want to listen to you on Spotify." So this next week, I got to get us on Spotify's. So oh, so. Spotify is that that is we'll have to have that conversation. Yeah. My brain is running around. No, no, it's, here it's fine. Because I, I think of my podcasting app. I don't know. I, I'm sure I could probably dig through and find where it's pulling a particular show from. Yeah. But I personally, this is just me. I don't go to a particular aggregator looking for a show. Well, it's because it's because so many third-party apps aggregate off of the iTunes feed. Is that what it is? It, okay. it really is, but but others are starting to maintain their own libraries and their own feed system because okay. they because for whatever reason they either want to or they just don't want to depend upon iTunes. And, and you know, and I, and I didn't even know Spotify carried podcasts. Yes, it's it's a fairly recent thing okay. for them, but they do. But I did. I had somebody come up and showed me their showed me Spotify on their phone, and they said, "I need to be able to get your show on okay. Spotify." Right. And I'm like, "Okay, we'll make that when happen." I, when I think of Spotify, I think of music, streaming yeah. music. So exactly. Oh, sweet. Well, listen, dude, we are. I mean, we're music, oh, man. Yeah. Just uh, just a little slow. Just a little slow. <laughs> that's exactly draw. right. Just that's <laughs> just a little slow. <laughs> In more ways than one. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you've, you know, Brent, we have to embrace it and then roll with it. Yeah. And that's how it goes. But anyway, thank everybody for listening. We'll look forward to seeing y'all tomorrow night. Congratulations, you made it to the end of another episode of the Broken Token Podcast. I promise they'll do better next time. Maybe next episode, they'll actually listen to me for a change. Just go easy on the guys. They don't have a lot to work with, but I know their moms would be so proud. We want to hear your feedback, comments, rants, raves, and otherwise, both good and bad. Drop us a line via email at podcast at brokentoken.com. You can also call us at 470-2-CALL-BT. That's 470-222-5528. And leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you, and we might play your message on air in the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broken Token and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Broken Token. Britt and Whitney are always posting content between the official episodes, and it's a great way to stay involved with the show between the shows. 
You can find our podcast on the iTunes store and on Stitcher Radio. Just search for Broken Token and subscribe to the show. Like what you hear? Please consider leaving us a review on the iTunes store and on our Stitcher Radio page, as the reviews help out the show. Please visit our website at brokentoken.com for articles, reviews, restoration logs, direct show downloads, and expanded show notes for this and every episode. Once again, thanks for listening. The Broken Token Podcast would like to thank the only person on staff who has actual vocal talent, Miss Christy Litzy. And that's me. <laughs> music for the Broken Token Podcast is graciously provided by Mr. Scott Denisi. For more information about his music and the projects that he works on, visit his website at www.scottdenisi.com. Go Team Fiero. I am horrible with names. If it wasn't for my driver's license, I'd probably have a hard time with mine. It's okay, Brian. So good. Hey, (laughs) you are going to fit in just perfect. (laughs) So I don't know if Whitney told you, but once once we have the show and it's recorded, then we'd run this laptop over with my truck. No. (laughs) 